Bam. We are live from Nubian Human. Hey, am I in the, uh, in the, the other animal? shot? Yes, yeah, you're in the shot, bro. I got to make sure. Make sure. <laughs> Actually, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. You're messing up my intro. We are live from <laughs> Nubian Human in the Anacostia Art Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington, D.C. And this is the Neighbors Livecast. Good morning, hey. ladies and gentlemen. I'm Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible. Super. And with me, as always, is one of the dopest individuals in the world. I'm going to say in the world. Oh, thanks. In the world. Thanks, man. That's a big he place. He is uh, uh, D.C.'s native son, hey. the SC3 representative, hey. and, a, and a gentleman that I, I am proud to call my friend and my brother, hey, hey. Jason. Hey. hey, we in the building. What's up, man? All is well, brother. All that's, is that's well. That's good. That's good, man. Mm-hmm. You had... Um, you had, had a nice little shindig the other night, man. Yeah, thank nice you. Nice little get-together. Yeah, I, I had fun, man. I did, too. Nice. You did an excellent job. Oh, thanks. Dave, Dave, Dave did his stand-up comedy I debut. Did. I did. And was successful. It, it was pretty fun. I got, I got some laughs. I'm yeah, it was pretty I'm good, man. So, Eddie B., when we when you tune in, man, we got to get a camp going. We got to no, get a camp no, going no, for no, Dave. No. Okay. Get him ready for the bigger stages. He okay. did well, man. All right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was uh, it, it was great, man. Shout out to Cecily. Yeah, she was dope. What's her last name? Ale- well, her last name is Bumbray, but I think she goes by Cecily, Cecily Alexa. Alexa. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she did her thing. She was the feature, and John Johnson, and all the uh, everybody else who came out and did their thing, man. Yeah. It was beautiful. I was blown away, man. That's that's pretty dope. You know, like I said, that was my first one. And uh, yeah, you, you you do your thing, man. Thank you, you put bro. Put together some nice stuff. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. So um, we have an amazing show for you today. Yeah. Uh, we got a great guest coming in, um, and we're gonna talk to him about a lot of stuff. I ain't gonna hype it up too much till he steps in the building. But yeah. before that, it's a few things going on in the city, in the world, What's that going we need on, to, uh, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. Tonight, tell, me, tell me, tell me some let's, stuff that's happening. Let's talk. Let's okay, talk, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna start with. Uh, have you seen? It's all over social media. Have you seen Oprah bust her ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, so uh, Oprah Winfrey, of course, was doing her uh, stage show, her motivational tour, and uh, she failed. She was. It was interesting to the me balance. because she was talking about balance, and uh, and that's when she failed. And the internet went crazy. A lot of people said stuff like Fifty Cent said it was. Uh, it was Michael Jackson's ghost that pushed her, and somebody else said it was Kobe. Kobe crossed her. He crossed her out. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> went, down. went down like a ton of bricks. She had a sense of humor about it. Um, but uh, with that being said, you actually put up a post that, uh, and I feel like you caused some, uh, a couple of little heat, you know, a little bit of heat behind the, the post about, um, wasn't that every dude day? Uh, well, you know, uh, I noticed that it was from 2013, though. So that might have, I'm So that might have been before everybody knew the extent of. <laughs> Harvey's uh, stuff, but still, still, even, you know, from what she, you know, should have known. So basically the post was a quote from her that said something about, you know, oh, and I thought it was funny because she was like, I'm watching Harvey Weinstein stand in for Charlie Rose. No, to interview P- Piers Morgan. Oh, Piers Morgan. Yeah. Oh, uh, the interview Clinton. Not all three of them, but she was probably talking about Hillary though, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like if she was talking about Bill and all three of them got that's like a, a, yeah, a it's, it's perverted weird. trifecta. You know what I'm oh, this, this, this is about to be good now. Yeah, yeah. So, the same, the same uh, uh, question, the topic. Were you asking me yeah, something yeah, about this? The topic. Well, no, nah, I'm just bringing it up to because uh, it was an interesting topic um, yeah. about uh, Oprah falling it, it, and, you know, and the April Renee quote that you posted. Yeah. And a couple of people had some things to say to you about it. Not really. Uh, didn't somebody, somebody made faces or something? Oh, somebody said wow or something like that. And was it a negative wow? I didn't know. Well, I mean, 
I don't remember, and I took the post down since then. Not right. not that because of that. It's just like whenever I'm posting a lot on Instagram, that's when I'm not smoking weed. That so, <laughs> you can tell my patterns. Like if I post a lot, you like this. This is sobriety posting. Just you know, but uh, I, I yeah. I mean, I guess what it what it really is is also like a, a litmus test of where we stand as like a culture, like what people right. you know what I'm saying, like what people are aligned with, and so. Some people, no matter what Harvey Weinstein did, or Oprah did, or Gail, or Ava, you know what I'm saying, they just feel a certain type of way and they approach their life right. a, a, a certain way. It's like, oh, girl, all that don't matter, like, to that particular person. Right. But to other people who are passionate about, like, how we are represented and um, being uh, honest and just and being treated fairly and equally, like, those people feel a different way about certain topics. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's necessarily a right or wrong per se, but it's just like I don't subjectively I don't really rock with people who contradict themselves, like right. who claim they want equal rights and blah 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 for everybody, but accept certain people that have certain positions or uh, you know, like Harvey Weinstein in particular. Right. You know, he right. has yes. basically yes. all the power in Hollywood, so it's like yeah, I, I'm fighting real hard for women's rights or you know uh, racial rights, but you know. He gave, you know what I'm saying? It's like, the butt is what it's like, ah, well, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I can't rock with that, and I won't put no energy into a person or institution that kind of is flip-floppy like that. Go and do the intro, David. It's coming out. um, Well, you can grab that right there. No, you go over there. Only oh, because because you want proof it's yeah yeah because oh. if my other guest comes it's a woman and since it's like three dudes I'd rather sit next to the woman. See how he's no, no to offense it. to you. See what he do to, uh, to the guest. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, as you guys may see, um, <laughs> speaking of uh, you, you said something about uh, smoking. So no, nah, I'm just <laughs> sorry. Please excuse my uh, cologne that I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the day? What's the joke, Dave? What's the proposed joke about the the uh, smell? Have you put it together or you were just formulating it? Oh, no, I was just saying, uh, yeah, people, I was uh, still formulating it, but just how people who smoke never feel like they smell like weed. I was asking, do I smell like it? And they spray stuff on and be like, you can't smell it. Yes, you smell like cologne and weed. Well, well, I can confirm that I definitely don't have any cologne. Right. right. (laughs) I'm going to spray that. That's the or that's that organic. Right. I, I think I'm wearing uh purple haze. Right, yeah. Ah. The number five. Right, right. <laughs> is that is it really purple haze? Because I was saying when you stepped in the door to ask about going out back, I could it like hit me. It's like <laughs> yeah, wow, that's that was me. Well, you know, I am you know, I'll keep it one hundred. I'm actually uh one a DC uh medical uh marijuana patient. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. So, so yeah. many and I was yeah. one I was one of the early ones many years ago. Um, you That's know, why you were so I, confident, like, I'm about to go off front. Yeah, 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 you know, so, you know, I, but, you know, even, even many years before they even made uh, uh, cannabis recreational in D.C., I had, I had went through the process, because once I found out many years before the, you know, the mass public knew, D.C. for a very long time was always experimenting and testing out the uh, medical marijuana process. Um, well, you, you're always ahead of the game, like right. like almost every way. Like, yeah, well, we Dave, you got to do an intro because yeah, 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 came yeah, in hot. You are, so, yeah, we so, just started uh, talking to the, you know. <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, we had a, a bunch of good shows, and uh, this is another one because our guest today 
is um yeah, I don't I don't you don't even need an introduction. Well, Give an introduction. <laughs> all right, all right. He's one half of the crossroads of uh, socio-political minded collaboration with Raheem Devon, but his legacy in DMV music and arts is so much deeper than that. He's a published poet, accomplished actor of stage and screen. His Wikipedia discography is 34 projects deep. Wow. And somehow he still found the time to come kick it with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only West Falcons in the building. We're so happy to have you here, man. Welcome. Welcome to the Neighborish Live Cast. This is what we do What's on up? a regular basis. What's and, up? Uh, peace, peace. Yeah. I'm glad to be here, man. You know, we've been talking about doing this for a while and um, you know, uh, in a good way. Yeah. I've been busy. Uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I, I I I looked ahead and said, Oh, you know what? And this will be this window of time um, when I'm gonna be home again for a few days, uh, and I'd love to, you know, get on there and come, you know, kick off March. We're gonna uh, get into all the stuff that I talked about, your history, um, what you're doing now, and the future. But uh, first, there's a few things that we like to talk about that's going on in the city, in yeah. the country, in the world. Talk about uh, it, Dave. a couple of little topics. Uh, we we already went through the whole Oprah situation, and uh, Jay had put up a. Um, a post about uh, something that Ava DuVernay has said. And um, can you go back through that a little bit, Jay? Uh, I don't quite remember it verbatim, but it was something like uh, when she was like, she was watching uh, Harvey Weinstein fill in for Piers Morgan and that she, he, Piers Morgan, I mean, Harvey Weinstein was interviewing Clinton, I'm assuming Hillary, because it was 2012. Yeah. And then she was like, amidst the rumors about Harvey, I'm still a fan. And so it was a picture of her, Oprah, and Gail, yeah, yeah. you know, at the uh, show taping, watching Harvey Weinstein interview Hillary Clinton. And uh, yeah, that's just uh, like so. It's interesting that because uh, didn't Pierce Morgan catch some charges too? Yeah, I mean they're all, uh, all like, the Weinstein they all seem to be like weird, Clinton. rapey type, you know, yeah, molesty it's, type it's, folks. That was just well, let me let me tell you guys as uh, as an actual spook who sits by the door. <laughs> um, in the entertainment industry sometimes and f frequently now more more than often Th it's no conspiracy right to the limits and levels of what people will either do or what they will tolerate in the name of fame and money. Right. Agreed. So when you see certain people that are in certain levels, and then when you see them in a picture together, yeah. it, that's just confirmation. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah, yeah, now, it's up to us to choose whether we want to continue to put up a filter and say, oh, no, there's no way in the world that... <laughs> Uh, Al Sharpton and Rich Lumbaugh, Rush Limbaugh eat steaks together or used to eat oh, steaks together. Or there's nowhere in the world Jesse Jackson and... But there's actual f documentation and yeah, photos yeah. of all of these, you know, types of interactions. Oh, this show's about to be great. It's about to be real. So, <laughs> this show's about so, to be good. So glad I got the sound so, working. So, yes. so, a lot of time, so a lot of times... And now, when I say that, I'm not blaming those people because see, yeah. life, life's about choices, right? And we can make choices. You, we can choose what we, what route we want to take. 
you right. know. Um, I've always been one since I was a kid who wanted to control my narrative and right. control my destiny. I was told, you know, you know, like most people, you grow up in a house and they, you know, grow up in the church and they tell you, you know, God has a destiny for you and mm-hmm. da, 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 you know. But sometimes you might have a destiny, but fate can say fuck it. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that meaning life happens. And I believe that at some point in different people's ages, whether it's from a traumatic moment when they're younger or an impactful, positive moment when they were younger, somewhere midlife or, in their, you know, in their teenage areas and then midlife, people eventually decide whether they're going to continue to control their narrative or are they going to consciously make decisions and seek out sources from other places and other people to help expedite what they believe mm. is their destiny. And so often, it we see it over and over again in the media. Right. It just doesn't, it doesn't necessarily get them faster to their destiny, it gets them faster to their fate. Mm. So it's normal for us now to see a rapper die. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know. Back in the day, at first we were like, "Wow, like, dang, somebody like, killed what? Biggie and somebody yeah, killed yeah, yeah. Right yeah. now." Where it's like now, every, but every day, but we as a society refuse to eliminate the continuous narratives that are put through in our media, through our music, through social media that fulfills and feeds that narrative yeah. for people to play out. So it's just a, it, it's just that's become a, a norm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think what we need to start doing as people who are quote unquote vibrating on higher frequencies, who understand it. That's exactly what I was yeah. we need to vibrate on a higher frequency and acknowledge and realize that just because somebody's richer than you doesn't mean that they vibrating higher right. than you. Definitely. It don't mean that they have some kind of greater clarity than you. And especially if you're talking about when it comes to actually the real needs and desires of the people. Yeah. Because the beauty of artists, we're the only people in our society and culture who get to, basically we have dual citizenship everywhere. Right, right. We're the only ones that can kick it with kings and queens and presidents and such and such. And then two hours later be rocking a stage in front of people on welfare, yeah. the middle class, the, yeah. the less thought of. You and you've probably seen like at your shows, you've probably seen that like every uh, facet of humanity, like from the poorest to the richest, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I'd say, but, you, but, the, but the common denominator is the free will and choice of them to either say, I'm going to have whatever I do provide a service mm-hmm. and maybe feed and sustain me, or I'm doing this f- to feed and sustain me exactly. and what I build yeah. and what I create. And those who are, who are like-minded around me, I'm going to build that. And I just personally believe that the quote-unquote woke or the quote-unquote 
uh, you know, people who vibrate higher, I think it's just time for us to like reclaim our narratives. Right. The same way they, the same way people don't want to associate with quote unquote woke people, and they come up with all these hotep, you know, clownish comments and all that stuff. Yeah, okay, they don't want to fuck with us. Let's stop fucking with them so that they can truly identify that it's us that are the trendsetters. Right. It's us that are the risk takers. It's us that taste something before you taste it and then you glorify it and you claim that it's right, something right. great. It's us that take who decide to want to mix that obey with that hot sauce and then say you know what and then take it to their supervisor and say hey look i did this this weekend and then next thing you know they done bottled and packaged it and yeah, they you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, so 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 let them hate let, exactly, let them let exactly. because but but when you vibrate on a higher frequency and i think that we give too much energy towards Oprah. I loved it when we, I loved when nobody was checking for Oprah and they was just letting her <laughs> exist. Yeah, right, right, right. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah, that mean, yeah. that meant that you were allowed to love her or you allowed to hate her. Mm -hmm. But the moment, you know, we hear about her producing some black movie or producing something with a black face. Right, right. That's no different than a white person producing, producing something black. Yeah. Yeah. Or producing something with a black face. Yeah. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all of a sudden then forget the last time Oprah showed exactly. who she was. Exactly. But, and that's like uh, the you nature know? of man. Like, you know, we, we quick to, people are quick to forget the, the, the atrocities. What, um, I think uh, I heard Chappelle talking about uh, the 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 pimp book. What was it? Uh, oh, iceberg Slim. Yeah, the iceberg Slim book. Yeah, where he was yeah, like yeah. you know, you you fix her so good that she forgot that you the one that broke her in the first place. Yeah. Right. And that's like and like he said, that's America in a nutshell. But, you know but but then also now the balance to that is that one we still have to remember that th these black women at some point and still continuously have experienced and continue to experience the same trauma that we as black men and black women in this country must continually figure out how to navigate ourselves yeah. around yeah. without allowing a, to turn us into the joker. Right, yeah. You understand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what I've learned, I've been learning how to like really literally something negative comes in. It affects me. It makes me feel a certain way. I've learned how to take it in. Okay. Observe it to, you know, maybe develop an opinion or thought or whatever, whatever. If I have an opportunity to retort or have a rebuttal, I'll do that, whatever. And then boom, it's deleted. Right. Okay. And move on from it. That's yeah. it. Okay. Because, yeah. because what, what people don't understand is see pharmaceutical people, uh, churches, uh, whoever they—they want to try to they people who have something to gain by uh, you, taking your strength away from you, mm -hmm. and them taking control of it. They have a—they have a tendency to make people, you know, believe you know bullshit like uh, everybody with mental illness is born with mental illnesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, mental illness comes from an overexerted amount of anxiety and depression yeah. 
And when the person is no longer able to handle or balance or compartmentalize those things, the only option is an extreme. Mm -hmm. Because then the extreme can make you feel that you've gained some control again. And that right, you're not right. the cliche superficial, oh, I'm, a, I'm at the will of something else or there's something overwhelming. But where they really feel that they can stand in things, you know. Right. You guys mentioned, I don't, you know, I guess people on social media know Saturday I lost my brother. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so I, it, 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 I've been, you know, dealing with that for the last couple of days. He and I had a, a very uh, sensitive relationship. He, okay. was, he was, you know, 12 years older than me. I mean, excuse me, 10 years older than me. Um, my sister's 12 years older than me. So so we, 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 we didn't necessarily grow up together it was the way that she, my brother and sister did. But it allowed me to make observations in their journeys as juveniles into young teens and teenagers and so on. And the one thing I always observed was that my brother and sister didn't have the benefit that I had of my, our parents not forcing the doctrination of Christianity on me. Mm. I, I, it was still doctrinated on me. Yeah. I still had to go to church on the Sundays, but it, there was never a point that my father or my mother ever made me feel that you know, it was like that, 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 yeah, like yeah, forced yeah, me. Yeah. They didn't make, right, they, they right. made, but, but what they did do, mm. and this is how life is really supposed to go down. Right. Here's the parent in me talking now. Okay. What they did do, they found the passions of me as an individual. And that's how they chose to find ways to introduce religion to me. So let's say, well, we identify he's confident and he uh, he's not nervous in front right, of people. Right. So let's let's get him in the youth choir first, or but you know uh, he likes to draw or he likes to, you know he has this certain kind of a thing. Right. So introduce it to to him in this in this man, right? Right, right, yeah. So, but when I think of my brother, I. <sighs> I, 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 I now, in hindsight, you know, wish that he had more people in his life attempting to help combat the, 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 the depression that he was going through okay. with the loss, with, with one, a horrific divorce that never, that for him, he never... He, he, you know, that, that's a strike once again in the eyes of, of, of people in the religious world in his life telling him, well, you got to be a this. The only way to be a father is this. The only yeah. way to be yeah. a husband or a yeah. real man is this. Knowing that historically all of those social constructs and rituals of marriage and all of that, first and foremost, the ones that we practice here, were created for the purpose of control of property. Yeah, yeah. The white men who continued to control and own everything, when they realized that, uh-oh, we forgot one part of this. Right. We don't live forever. 
So when we don't live no more, what happens to our shit? Right, where does it go? So we have to figure out and set up a form of that, okay? So that's let's let's just be clear of that. Okay. But we still want to perpetuate this 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 these false uh 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 European rituals which evolved into white supremacy methods of controlling people. And we just want to keep being bad impressions of the ones who oppressed us. Right. And I don't even know if it's one as much as, let me ask you, it's not one as much as it's so indoctrinated. Like, it's something that we do because we saw, right, to a certain extent. Oh, it's, it's, so it's those mo- people most who of don't the stuff vibrate that on people that level. Don't, pe- man, I swear, 75% of the people in this world don't even believe what they think their beliefs are. Right, yeah. they only yeah. they on, they only doing it because their great grandmama told them, exactly, exactly. and then their grandmama told them, exactly. and then their mama and their daddy told them, and they have nothing to show for. I'm not saying everybody. Yeah. I believe in the power of prayer, but I also believe that prayer without action is blasphemy. I don't believe that you can pray and then not immediately get an action. For the thing that you're praying for exactly. if you're one of those people who pray and say okay i'm just gonna hang out and wait for the lord or whoever right, to, right. To, to 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 bless me or to answer this prayer yeah that's blasphemy blasphemy to me and i think that Understood. i yeah. think god or whoever you believe in i think they laugh at that okay. i think that's i think okay. that's when god gets his humor that's when he that's when <laughs> right, he gets an, right. gets to experience comedy right so because it's almost like huh what you think you, you want me to do what that's when he right. becomes a, that's when that's when jesus becomes a republican <laughs> what <laughs> i beg your pardon <laughs> you want me to turn your water into wine and you don't even you, believe it but you right. don't want, <laughs> but, but, but you don't want to walk to the faucet yourself to pour the water that nah. you want me to turn yeah, the wine exactly exactly okay oh man so yeah. we jump ahead so the anxiety and the stresses and the pressure of as black men, okay, so now you got to navigate, okay, how do I navigate uh, through this, 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 this world full of traps that were set up completely for me, that was created and structured? We built it, but it was not designed for our benefit and our enjoyment. So how do I navigate that while still not trying to disappoint the Lord? Knowing that, okay, economically, knowing that job-wise, knowing that I will not have the ability and the advantages that white people in our society have, where they do have the opportunity where they could go to a job and it's beneficial, so they're able to take care of their family and happy wife, happy life, and all that (laughs) bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? So then you speed up. You go into the working world. Where you're dealing with people who are superior. You're dealing working for the D, for the United States government. My brother started in the United States government for years. He immediately got into got into that. Yeah. yeah. You know, a, a job. Because he wanted to, he 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 constantly wanted to get it right based on all of these sources of definitions of somebody else's narrative. What, yeah, okay. What's supposed to be right. Like you said, So you deal with that, yeah. right? Then you speed up, and then his father dies. Our father died. Okay. So now the one person who can relate, the one who also attempted to navigate and, 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 and balance this challenge of spirituality and profession and career and family and all of that, 
Meanwhile, everyone's still around you talking about, oh, just pray it away. <laughs> oh, don't worry. The Lord's got you. He ain't going to give you nothing that you can't handle. The nerve of them. That's when Jesus becomes a Republican one more time. And he says, what? Huh? What you, what you mean? Yeah. What you mean you want me to turn that bread into fish? But you don't see your 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 coworker and your 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 fellow church member and your cousin and your uncle spiraling into a, a into a, a world of, of psychological chaos, turmoil. Oh no. I'm not answering that prayer because you didn't give me the action. So what do we do? We then try to find vices. We try to, that's when, that's when we, that's when we find out that, oh, okay, you know what? Now I understand sometimes why Jesus turned water into wine. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes, you, sometimes you might need to unwind sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you might need to, you, you, you understand? Mm -hmm. But, but you done gone this, you done gone all these years believing the bullshit that if you touch a glass of wine or you sip wine, you're automatically going to be condemned to hell. Or to hell you're yeah. going to be believe yeah. that's still that same thing. Yeah. So what happens? You become an extremist. At that point, when in the process of people, humans pushing other humans into mental illness, the results become the extreme. And so for the last year and a half, two years, the roles of myself and my brother begin to shift. Okay. And I had to become the older brother. Yeah, yeah. And that happens. And I had to separate it. And I had to and I had to begin to see and say, okay, I'm not going to allow I'm not going to pacify what needs to be really dealt with and handled. Yeah. And so you know, we begin to, I begin to, you know, try to be my father's voice for him because I knew that for like the last 13 years he had been, he just needed to hear my dad's uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. So, so on, that's what you it. mean by like become the older brother? Yeah. Okay. Where I had to, 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 you know, many years ago, I had to swallow my pride and my ego that comes with, you know, being the baby. The cliche narrative that the baby is spoiled and the baby this and the that that. Yeah. That's why I hate the fact that niggas is worshiping these rappers by called the baby. <laughs> Grown ass men out here following babies. So I had to I, I I I had to I had to swallow my pride and realize that okay. I now have to be there for my brother in a way that is necessary. So I begin to just constantly try to remind him of things to be proud of and just remind him that, look, man, our parents were teen parents, man. Yeah. They were, my mother was disowned by her mother mm. who was able to hide behind 
Sorry, a bro. veil yeah. of religion. Yeah. While the world worshipped and glorified, thinking that this person was this all godly, all loving. You know, just like when we was in them dungeons and they were right above us mm. in Ghana talking about love everybody. And Jesus and all that, except them down there. Yeah. <laughs> and America's the same way, but yeah. That's... And so we have we have become very bad impersonators, mm -hmm. and we do bad impressions of the ones who are who have oppressed us. Exactly. And it has and it's pushed us to 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 you know so so you know my brother you know he struggled and you know when you when you when you when you when you what people don't understand about uh, depression is that it it, it attacks your body. Yeah, it's, it's, phys it's definitely because, physical. Because what happens is there's a part of you in your mind that gradually says, okay, well, shit, ain't nobody out here fighting for me. So let me, let me, let me just, you know, let's, let's just see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, it was unexpected. Understood. Um, we tried to, you know, we, we, in the more recent year, years, um, he, he, he had finally, uh, found a wife um, that he was able to experience uh, love unconditionally. That's deep, yeah. Everybody she, should she, experience she, 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 she took, She took his roses mm -hmm. and his shit. Right. But she understood that fertilizer sometimes involves a little shit. Right, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it produces some of the best natural things that can grow. 100%. So I, I, I'll get off of this and so we can yeah, go back yeah, to no. talking to topics. But for the listeners and viewers, if there's anything I can say is, please, please, please stop settling for things that have been doctrinated and gently forced upon you mm -hmm. we are in a, a society right now where our people are constantly in turmoil killing each other still our leaders still sell out it's not about a revolution it's not about socialism it's not about any of that it's about the reality of do you want to control your narrative or are you going to still allow are you going to still allow the things that were set up and designed to kill us and, and genetically put things in us to ultimately wipe us out. That's the question. Yeah. 100%. And so, you know, yeah, God is, bless my, my, my family. Uh, my, my, you know, rest in peace to my brother. You know, I can't, I, it's still weird to me to say that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's I will say, I will yeah. say I'm so glad that you know, one thing about people, one thing about people, people don't understand sometimes too, when people are battling with, you know, like substance abuse, alcohol, more specifically alcoholism. What, first of all, mm -hmm. we need to, we need to, first of all, that's another thing. Black, our black community needs to stop acting like 
there's certain things that don't exist within our homes. Oh, man. Yeah, that whole keep it quiet and, you know, okay. all that. Uh, you know, I, I, that was something for my brother. You know, I remember when I used to DJ, and he would pop in sometimes and check me out. And then I just, I would notice and observe. I was like, man, I, you know, I would say, man, you, you know, slow down, bro. You're drinking a lot, man. You know, it's cool. Because sometimes, also, there's a false narrative that the church teaches people is that if that entertainers and artists we're, we're all devil worshipers and all we do oh, is drink yeah, that whole thing all we is. do is drink and we worldly and all that yeah, yeah but really what they don't realize and understand and identify that we come from the same homes that they come from yeah we come from the same uh uh, uh moral compasses that as they do so if they really believe in that faith thing yeah and what is it what does it say it, it says parents teach your children Raise them how to live right. so that when they get older, they won't depart from those ways. It right. doesn't say right. control your child. Right. It yeah. doesn't say, yeah. say your child's only supposed to be this, that, that. It says, okay, you need to trust in me. See, that's when, the, that's when Jesus is a Republican, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but people don't understand, and I'm not a Republican, but I'm trying to just show the hypocrisy yeah, yeah, no, that 100%. we all are living in. We live in selective morality right now. That's all we, that's, that's, and, 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 and we are so comfortable and cozy in it until somebody dies. I see people celebrate and they post these memorials for these celebrities and these people they don't know. Mm -hmm. But nobody ever wishes Sandra Bland a happy birthday. I do. I do too. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's just a personal, you know, some people say I'm going to try not to litter no more, or I'm going to, you know, try to uh, uh, eat my, only eat vegetables or plant-based things or whatever. That's one of my dedications that I've made for the rest of my life is that I'm going to always wish Sandra Bland a happy birthday. Definitely. Because it's important that we stop acting like those victims couldn't, can't, or couldn't be one of our own family members right, or one right. of our best friends. So, people, 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 please, please, re, you know, Maxine Waters tried to tell it to y'all mm -hmm. when she said, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm telling you, reclaim the narr your narrative, yeah. reclaim your yeah. destiny, reclaim the control of your destiny. Because if you let it, another person and some other outsource or some, some ritual continue to control it, your fate is going to fall in the hands of someone else. Exactly. Bars. So yeah. that's it. Yeah, definitely. Nah, and it's a reason, like, um, you know, I ain't want to stop you at all because that, that mourning process it, it um elicits a purity that you can't you know and and a truth but, first of all within but yourself tell you, but one that west is like this anyway yeah yeah no nah, yeah nah, <laughs> fo and following them and following the yeah. music i already know but <laughs> just to let it pour out for a little while Absolutely. and just soak up that that honesty and that energy and that's, and that's for the people who don't make it to church amen that was your that was a sermon that was the sermon yeah that's what that, that's what was blessed yeah, and laid on man. my my heart because you know i don't even, you know it's like i don't even know how i'm gonna go to this funeral Nah, it's to and, and, and be in that space. It's a process. And be amongst yeah. the hypocrisy and the, you know, I, I when I first got back from Ghana, from doing a tour in Ghana, I, mm. you know, my, my first thing I did was I sat my mom down and I, I, I very, 
in a very respectfully and kind way, I, I sat her down. I said, hey, mom, moving forward now, there's some things we, we won't be able to talk about in, mm. in, in, in a certain cadence. Um, right. Because I no longer c can view it without feeling cynical. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to a church now, I, I hear wailing. I imagine that there's people in the basement underneath me. Yeah. When I, after visiting there and seeing that and learning that, you know, people laugh and people want to have a disconnection to Africa as African Americans, as black people. But they just don't, they don't understand that we're not descendants of Africans, we're descendants of the strongest of the strongest of the strongest of the strongest African. Because there was so much that they went through before they even got to the boat. Right, yeah, yeah. We, th we think it started somehow magically on the boat. Or maybe then somehow magically in these dungeons. But they would, not, they would get us from out the hills yeah. and, and, and walk us barefooted. 500 miles, okay? In that process, the, we have to fiend off and fight off wildlife, okay? Some of us were getting bit by snakes. Those that would get bit by snakes, they would then chain them to trees so that way the other wildlife, like lions and other things and, and, and leopards of that nature or whatever, would eat them. and feed off of them to distract them from the rest of wow. the merchandise that was being moved. Wow. By the time they got through this 400-mile uh, walk, they usually would, they got it down to a system where they would usually, out of 500 of them, they would usually get it to a good uh, 200. Mm. That 200, they would then take them into this river where they bathed them in their feet. We saw it. I saw it. We, we were all in, there. This is in Ghana? Yes. Oh. And, 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 and in, that, in this river, you look down, you see pieces and particles of gold. Mm. As your feet are in it, your feet move through it like normal sand. But when you go down and you, if you say, for instance, you were attempting to, you would try to grab a piece of gold out of it, it tightens up and goes hard on you. Mm. Walking along that way, there are plants. Um, I heard that maybe in South Carolina and North Carolina, they, they, there's, these, there's these blades of grass mm -hmm. that, that are there in the same trail headed to this river where there's this, I can't remember the name of the type of uh, grass and blade it is, but it's, it, it, it reacts when danger is near. Mm. So it's almost like even in that moment, this, they were, <laughs> nature was attempting to communicate. Right, right. But also there's a specific reason why they chose that part and that place in that land, okay? okay. So they bathed them. The last bath. In order to then put them in a dungeon where they stood there, butt naked, separated from their family members, now in there with different random Africans, mm -hmm. maybe some from rival tribes, rival families, in the dark, with no light or ventilation bigger than the size of a size seven shoebox. Standing there in shit, 
and spoiled and rotten food knee high. Mm. So that meant if you wanted to lay down, you were being submerged mm. in feces and urine and food. They would then in there, be in there for weeks at a time while they were waiting for that other batch of 200 to make it to fulfill the additional two to three other dungeons. So then they could load the boat. But all while they were there, the whole time mm. above them in the male's, uh, uh, slave uh, male's dungeon, you had the library where they were introducing the English church, what we know mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. we participate in. And right above them, they would have church. And they would tell them as they were in this dungeon in shit, knee high, that heaven was right above them. So they mm -hmm. begin to feel a sense of comfort, believing and thinking that, oh, all I got to do is get up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So then once all of the dungeons were full and we're ready for that trek, they then walk them up a hill out towards the door of no return mm -hmm. to then discover that they shit they didn't make it to heaven uh-oh sorry jokes on you haha -ha. you got to get on a boat still to make it to heaven you're not in heaven yet then they get on this boat and the boat is not like the carnival cruise or the tom <laughs> joiner fantastic voyage right, right. it's them being stacked and stacked and stacked and stacked and stacked upon each other some still, you know, had slight wounds that weren't being treated. Mm -hmm. Germs, diseases, things, conditions that, you know, they, they were, they've never been uh, adapt or, or used to. Then brought to a land and we further forward and so forth and so forth and know how then they then continued what was introduced to them in dungeons. That, yeah. They then went on to put a face, which was normally a black face, to continue that message mm -hmm. of, trust me, just trust it's me. It's going to get better, right? It's, it's going to get better. You just it's keep suffering, right? You just keep on suffering. Just keep praying. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh man. Another Republican moment. Who does this, what does it sound like? So we live in this world of hypocrisy and, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm kind of going on this, 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 this kind of these, these rants, because again, I don't, I, I again, I, I think I'm going to help with, you know, I, oh, I know for sure I'm going to help with the process of my, my brothers, what they choose, mm -hmm. how to bury him. Um, but I got to get this out before I can walk in that building. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, hey, and, I'm and, glad and, and, be, and be respectful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, it's not the, an easy thing. Yeah. It's so not when, when you thing, when you when, when you when you have your, you know, it took me two and a half to three months to to reacclimate myself to America when I came back. Okay. How long you been back in the states? Uh, shoot. Well, from that trip, it was pretty much almost a year to this to to now when we okay. were over there. Okay. Um. But I just remember coming back and just looking at everything like, oh, my God. So much different when your eyes Like, we, too. I cannot believe what, I can't believe what we're doing yeah. as survivors of that. Wow. And we choose to kill each other. 
we choose to overconsume and we, 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 we validate each other with materialism and things mm -hmm. that, and then we expect people to act normal and function in that same environment amongst the people who formerly great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, Put us here. Yeah. Orchestrated, us. orchestrated the whole situation. And what do we desire? Still, we will shit on each other. We will lie to each other just so we think that we could get closer to them. So yeah. we can touch the yeah. hem of their garment instead yeah. of wanting to make our own. Right, yeah. Yeah. Jay, what you say about um about the people, uh the the what was it, a test or something that you took to see how people react to Oh the Something Briggs. Yeah, and you were saying you took Maya it, and, Briggs, yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it show how people, you know, uh, subconsciously are yeah, more. They, yeah, they 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 attempting to be white without them even knowing yeah, it themselves. It's, it's yeah. like you, yeah. you're still you're basically like it's not you're not trying to be you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really not trying to be you. It's like people like you don't even know what you that's, is. That's, that's why I, that's why I don't get caught up in like the hype of like the bougie and the. The, the 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 head wraps and the woke and the this and the da 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 because when it's all said and done, it's blood on all our hands. Okay. Yeah. If whatever we doing is not providing some form of service to elevate our community, our people, mm -hmm. even if it's just a mentoring somebody, then we 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 you 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 you, you just trying to be white. You just trying to stay out the way. You just trying. You just trying to blend in, right? You're not. You're not really still trying to continue the work that has gone on and continue to continue. Right. You know, we we. You know, I, it's deep. We want to talk about and criticize. Talk about TMZ, right? Yeah. And how they choose to reveal certain things or whatever. Let's not act like those not. There's not black platforms that do that. They do the same. But then thing. on top of yeah. that, I give you this. I find out that certain members of my family found about found out of my brother's passing from a pulpit. Mm. Someone, you know, a preacher, you know, caught up in the moment, mm. wanted to bring that 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 extra uh, uh, heartstring tug, maybe so they can get a little, maybe a little extra in that yeah, dropped in that yeah, plate, yeah. and decided they want to talk about someone who passed away. Mm. See, it's in every arena. Yeah. And that's, that's, oh these type of things, it's like it's like the who Mal who killed Malcolm X thing. Yeah, one of the biggest reveals. I have seen it. Okay, well, one of the biggest. I feel way about that. Joint. One of the biggest reveals of it, though. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm, what it showed is that a very long time ago, even before that Malcolm X thing, mm -hmm. I'm talking about slavery. I'm talking about whatever. Mm -hmm. They figured out that if they can divide us, we would ultimately eliminate ourselves implode upon each other because yeah, they, yeah. they they know they could necessarily do it themselves yeah but they yeah, can all, yeah. it's almost like strong it's almost to do it it's almost like so right. they can keep perpetuating like oh see you know it's like <laughs> exactly, the person, exactly. it's like the, it's like that implicit you know that implicit bias mm -hmm. yeah, like, oh, yeah. you, oh oh jay son man you you you, man, you you speak so well you're so elegant <laughs> yeah right mm -hmm. 
And, you know, people be in these environments. They go to these Ivy League schools. And it, trust me, I, I went through it at Carnegie Mellon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There, were, there were times when a teacher would say something, and I would have to do a double take. I remember there was an exercise one time called Earth My Body, Water My Blood, the mm -hmm. spirit thing, right? Go figure, right? And, of course, you know, they, they give you instructions to commit a little bit more to the exercise, right? So, mm -hmm. you, know, they, you know, I noticed with some of the other students, she would uh, – you know, use te more theater terms. Oh, do, you know, come from your diaphragm and, you know, do whatever, whatever, right? Right. And so then when she got to me, she said, come on, W, do it like a Bushman. <laughs> <laughs> Commit. Oh, man. Uh, right? So, <laughs> I, I, so I held my hand up and I said, I I'm sorry, I can't do this. Dude. So what did they say? Then, that, then at that Jeez. point, then at that point, the, the narrative Bushman. became... Oh, he's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it changes. Oh, oh yeah. he, 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 he's a hard head. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying to y'all, at some point, you have to stand up. If you ain't, if you ain't willing to stand up for your people, at least stand up for yourself, so you can be an example, right, for others. Cause we got to get it better, man. And life is short. I don't know what's about to happen that God prevented my brother to have to go through. Mm -hmm. But I'm scared. Me, me personally knowing the personal torture and hell that my brother had been going through for the last 13 years since my father died. Mm -hmm. And for God to then say, oh, well, wait a minute. Five days before his birthday. Mm. There's something that's about to happen. Okay. That... He said, I, I ain't going to, you know, we, see that, see now that's when I look at the spirit world. That's when I, that's when I believe in, in God. And if we going to believe that God is in control of all things, you can't say he's in control of all things and then don't believe in Mars or Jupiter. Well, he didn't make space. He didn't make yeah. the universe. Yeah. Nah, he, he definitely did. You can't say that, oh, well, we going to pray for this, but you telling me he didn't make the doctors that then you know, found the, uh, the things, the natural resources that you, he, God created also, that then they could use the brain, quote unquote, that God created also. See, we live in hypocrisy. It's just selective morality, picking and choosing. It's out of sight, out of mind. So, black folk, please, Please, we got to regain our narrative and the control of it. It's killing our young people. Our sisters are still the most disrespected women and people on the planet. The divide between black men and women have been so, 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 uh, rewritten and rearranged oh, yeah, that now yeah. now you know sisters will roll their eyes at you for just simply holding the door for them <laughs> i mean really and that's that's uh that's uh purposeful too. but it's i don't blame right? but see but, but see i don't blame us for that because i know our history yeah that's what i'm saying yeah exactly. i know i know our exactly. history that didn't come from us. I, I know what we. I know what we. I know what we have st still survived to even get to the moment of the current friction of whatever existed in our thing. So right. I don't blame yeah. us. Yeah. But 
I only blame us when we know better and we choose to not do better. Yeah, yeah. At that point, hey, it's a cop out and you're settling for that fake uh, God and the devil, which are right, just right. which is a basically two scapegoats for not taking responsibility for your own actions and your own behavior. Mm. I'm sorry, the doors of the church open. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just realized my cash app, my cash app, my cash app, my cash app. <laughs> no, nah, tell it for real. My <laughs> cash app is dollar sign W E Felton. No, no, no West, no S in it. Dollar sign W E Felton. So if you received your message yeah. just now, you you more than welcome. <laughs> I, I, I promise that it will actually go towards feeding my fan, my my son and me and mm. things like that. And mm. I won't buy a Cadillac or uh, <laughs> or, or some fancy thousand uh, dollar shoes or any right, of that. Right. I you know I just realized Nothing. West West Felton. Is is Jason to the twenty fifth power? I think. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But um, like I said, it's it's uh, a level of honesty in in these moments that um that's so necessary. And I appreciate you coming through and sharing that message with us. I want to ask you, in the midst of everything that you just said, in the midst of all of the hypocrisy, all of the demonization of our people, the the rift between the men and the women, all that. How do you use that, or do you use that um, to help to uh, feed your art? How does that? What does your well, art? See, well, see, see, then that's the beauty. You know, I I, that, I tell people all the time, I'm a lucky, I'm a lucky one. Okay. I'm lucky because my parents at no point ever told me that something that I wanted to do or a passion that I was drawn to that I couldn't do it mm -hmm. simply because they couldn't relate to it, or if it wasn't something in line of their beliefs or their social constructs of what uh, you know what you're supposed to do right yeah. now they wanted me to hopefully go to college because mm -hmm. they had college uh, uh, experience my brother and sister also had went to college so they said well you know we've got we, we've done that so maybe but they didn't say you have to mm -hmm. or we'll and disown you or we'll have to and we're going to judge you Right. That's alien now, right? Because it's so it's so common now to to have people that's you know not given a path or not not uh, having a path structure for them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so having they, the freedom to so that's where the so they let me have my they let me they let me they let me find myself. Okay. Um, in the midst of just teaching me morality, that's it. Mm -hmm. My father taught me black power and black love. My mother taught me spirituality and the power of and the healing power of prayer. Mm -hmm. Not not the not the lottery power of prayer, but right. the, the actual healing power of prayer. And the irony of it is that the minister who made that announcement out of his pulpit, I remember some years ago when I was a preteen, mm -hmm. and I was a car, I was in a car accident with that man and his wife, and his wife was expecting at that time, and I immediately went into prayer on her pregnant belly, mm -hmm. and now that daughter of theirs is now I believe a grown woman now. Okay, so right. <laughs> I'm yeah, just I'm yeah. just I'm just the you know, irony of it see, coming see, full circle. See, you know, too. this is this you know, and, yeah. and this is you know, I've, I've actually been working on a book. You know, okay, um, okay, oh, thirty five things on Wikipedia. Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on a book where I, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about just my my personal experience, but I'm going to include you know anecdotes and some of the stories and trips from you know from my from you know my career but then also you know kind of some of the things that I'm talking about a little bit because I think that you know 
some people like Campbell's chicken noodle soup for the soul. Mm-hmm. But I personally like that kind where you actually, you it's a process. Yeah, you you make it you, you, you yeah. cutting the it chicken, coming out of the you can filleting already. it, and yeah, you you, you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. 100%. So I think that we need some of that uh, out here, you know. Um, but yeah, so my parents they basically they 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 are the ones and they're they're the source of like my ability to learn how to compartmentalize and mm-hmm. find outlets to release the frustrations of the world. Right, I think right. them having two older kids, they realize that the cliche way isn't guaranteed. Right. Okay, yeah, putting yeah. your kids in private school, putting your kids through this, da da da, is not a guarantee that they're gonna follow the directions when they get to a certain age, and you might still need them to follow the directions. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but that's a narrative. That's a fake narrative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. None of that. So they didn't put that pressure on me, and I was able to really. Uh, through the examples of, you know, I can say for my brother, my sister was much, she was older, so she was out of the house by the time I was really, became really engaging. Um, And he would, you know, I I would overhear, I would ear hustle his phone calls and hear how he talked to girls or listen to how he would talk to his homeboys and hear Mm -hmm. how they talked about girls and, you know, things like that. Because my father didn't live in my home, so my brother became... You know, that's another that's thing. My brother, my farm, brother, yeah. my brother. You know, in some instances, it's a choice. But in some, uh, but then again, he, my brother, in some ways, wasn't allowed to be a big brother in that environment because he had to kind of, he had to resume, he had to try to assume a role again because society makes you feel that pressure mm-hmm. to try to be kind of fatherly. Right, right, and so that's why. When so you it, say it, the roles reverse yeah so so as you know so that's the but that's what happens in life mm-hmm. they say yeah, yeah. they say your parent and the child they they, they, yeah. they kind of switch roles yeah and, yeah um and, and that that occurred uh but then with that said my brother i remember eventually as ta- he was talented as well mm-hmm. and a piano singer but he chose uh you know he ended up in the professional world and then right. a family with multiple kids and if you know like i know if you haven't already kind of established something you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh in your career before that that's that's retirement basically for artists yeah yeah because there's there's nothing unless you unless you unless you you in the dope game or you out here selling music about the dope game you probably ain't gonna (laughs) make the amount of money that's necessary to keep a wife happy and five kids attention and get them in programs that's going to keep them in or you you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah but uh but uh so part there was always part of me who not only felt that i needed to continue the legacy of Mm -hmm. my father but i always assumed that i had to then take on the resume the 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 journey of my brother who was not able to uh you know do music and arts for a living and for a career and maybe go to school for that he was he went to school for engineering and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's it's a uh you know we we we, we uh so 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 the journey all along was just it was just a support system i was all lucky along, man yeah. i was i was lucky because i know a lot of people um who whose parents would just shut down yeah yeah anything. definitely their kids could be talented in something and if it's and if they don't if it doesn't fall into however they're brainwashed mm-hmm. or fall into like how they want to make that person be 
they'll just completely be like, they yeah. won't get behind it. So parents, please yeah. get behind your children's dreams, their passions. Please, please. And, and But looking at it from the other side, from because you say you have a son, right? Yeah, I do and so looking at it from I got, the other side. I got side. a lot of questions for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask No, I'm going to let, Dave yeah, is yeah, more I'm professional, so he has, he does research and like, ask oh. questions. <laughs> Me, I just know you. I'm like, I got a rack of shit I'm going to ask him when he get here. So mine is Well, I'm going to throw mine out there and I'm going to let Jay get it in. So, But I was going to say, seeing that seeing that same perspective from the other side of being a parent, um, can you you could definitely understand like the um because i feel like that fear in your parents that makes them say don't don't try that go with the safer bet and they, it comes from a place of of love even though it's misguided love because they don't understand the damage no, that they doing to love. you no it's not love i was fear. about to you say that too it's I, was like, I don't know they it's fear man no it's it fear. definitely yeah it's, it's fear it's, it's, it's fear it's misguided but it, it's fear yeah it's yeah, fear yeah, yeah, it's definitely fear. but um it, would you say uh, being a parent? Would you say it's understandable or no? It's 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 definitely. I mean, I me understanding. No, how I think that you. No, is, I, I believe. Would never do I it. believe that you. There's a big difference between raising and supporting and teaching your child versus mm. controlling your child. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you are and stripping. Even that you are stripping. The, fear, though, the right? one thing that we are born in this world with is our free will. Right. Yeah, and stripping it is. And then, uh, then we just add baggage as we get along. We yeah, buy yeah. things and learn more things and choose what we acquire and want to retain and all that. Damn, but, but we're born with, that's the one thing. So a kid, that's why a lot of times some kids, you know how they'll say the terrible twos or the this or the yeah, that yeah. or whatever. Like I ain't, did, we ain't have to deal with that, the terrible right, twos. Me. But I'll tell you this, I'm dealing with the the scary ass 16s. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. You so, understand what oh, I mean? Let me come in, a, Dave. Coming yeah. in hot. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so. Go ahead, I, I'm, I'm going to save mine. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you can come right after this because this one ain't all deep and shit like okay. that a lot. Right. So, <laughs> we leave here right now. Walk walk outside the door. Uh -huh. Go to the basketball court. Pick up Tobias. One-on-one, -on -one, who wins? Who, me and him? Yeah. Uh, I think I haven't played basketball in probably since the weather was warm. Tobias wins. Yeah. Okay. Tobias, Tobias is his son. Is yeah. son? Yeah. I would <laughs> probably, okay. I just want to clarify. I would probably be winded. <laughs> I mean, now, now quietly, depending what we're going to, what number we're going to. Twenty-one. We're going twenty-one. Oh hell no! You He's going. He, yes. You talking about? You talking about? All of us. No, you Just and him, one-on-one. On one. Oh, yeah, 21. Yeah, I'm going to be gassed, man. Yeah, but yeah, I, but I will you. tell you this, though. When I do, I still do run and play ball because a lot of people don't know that I, I play okay. basketball. Ball. Yeah. And But what I do is I cheat because I I, I might have to put a little bronchial <laughs> pump into in my pop, my, my, my okay. short right. pocket. Over your Because yeah. then one, and then usually if I have to pump it once or twice, I'm really good at that point. And then okay. I, can just, I can run. But when I first started out there, boy, all right, so it's yeah. a weed. Uh, so he's definitely got and and Tobias is like six two, man. Right, he's exactly. Like taller than wow. exactly. Okay. Yeah, and, okay. and he's a he, Tobias is a way better uh, jump shooter than I am, and he's taller. All right, so, so that's uh, 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 school without walls. Yes, right. Sixteen years old. Let's go Penguins. Sixteen years old. Yes. Tobias, sixteen years old. Who wins? Hmm. <laughs> I think me. Oh yeah? Yeah. What were you what were you five, seven? At no, I wasn't <laughs> I didn't get that much taller. I was I'm the height I am now. Okay, okay. So I was sixteen? So yeah. So I was right. still a good height as a, a, a when I got to a certain point, but um I think me, because I have the energy. Right. At that time, you know, I I didn't start smoking weed till I became a father. Right. 
Like, straight up. That's, It'll do it to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm telling you. Yeah. I said, you know, I didn't grow up as a, my parents didn't feed, I wasn't a medicine baby. Mm-hmm. So my parents didn't feed me pills and things like that whenever something was wrong with me. They would always try to find, yeah, you know, teas natural, and yeah, tonics. And, and, yeah. Or, or, some, or sometimes they would just sit my ass in the bathroom and run the shower and close the doors yeah. and, and steam out whatever yeah. the hell oh, that, that, was wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, the and, healing uh, power of steam. People don't even realize. Like, so as I got so older, natural. I just never had that habit and routine of popping pills. Right. And so I just remember, like, you know, going to uh, Boston one time t- with my, my son's uh, mom uh, to visit her family in Boston, and you know, uh, one of my son's son's relatives, we we he asked me to ride with him to the grocery store, and I was like, cool. And at that time, my, so my son was still very much like, you know, maybe maybe one years old, barely, or oh, right. maybe two, maybe. And I rode with him to the grocery store, and we get in the car. You know, he goes in his pocket, he pulls out a J, and he's like, hey, you know, hey Dub, you want to smoke a bone? And I was like. <laughs> And I and I thought to myself like, oh shit, is this a test? Because right. her her family Italian, they right, had, like, right, she, right. she's mixed. So okay. like that that family was the Italian family that we were visiting at okay. that time, right? So and I'm Boston. like, yeah, good. So I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so I'm thinking to myself like, is this one like setting me up? Is this a test? Or I know you smoke. So so I thought to myself like, well, but then that was another part of me is like, well, shit, I ain't smoked weed in years, so I don't know, I don't want to yeah, smoke yeah, it yeah. like Kirk out on me, right? Like, right, right. Like, he's paranoid or something, right? <laughs> right, right. So, I, so I smoked the trees with him, and we got into that grocery store, man. And when I tell you for the first time since I had been a dad. I just was coasting around in that that grocery store. But <laughs> more specifically, it wasn't a, a sense of escapism. What I started discovering was it, it allowed me to be able to compartmentalize things mm-hmm. versus putting everything in the, all in the same box. That right, That's what right. destroys us. That's what creates stress. Mm-hmm. That's what creates anxiety. I was told uh, when I was very young that my, my stress and my anxiety doesn't affect affect me the way normal people like they get headaches and you know maybe tense in their shoulders Mm -hmm. mine is very stomach related okay yeah i get get nauseous i get you know what i'm saying i I lose my appetite and things like that and so i was like man like okay i think now i'm at a point in my life where i can handle first of all cannabis i don't think everyone you know i'm i'm a pro cannabis activist trust me but i also believe in the control of it a little bit um, because I know a lot of cats growing up who smoked one J and they were never the same ever again. Now, granted, mm. that might have been Love Boat or something or whatever in there. Yeah. But yeah. for some people, they just, you, they, you, they don't need to be doing things until they are in a place where they have a better control of their emotions, a better idea of, you know, how to navigate, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's if any, any so, substance. Yeah, but yeah, but that's, that, to, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I got yes. more, but I'm gonna let go Dave, on. Dave has something waiting. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, He's well a professional. I mean, I was just, you know, it was, it was um, about the, um, the whole thing, the balance of having kids and changing the yeah. around, but um, I'm, I don't even know where it was. What you got, Jake? Good, so, all right, so, Tobias is where? DeMatha? He goes to DeMatha. So, all right, so you're a dad, and you're a former basketball player. Yes. Describe, because I'm a dad, too, with mm-hmm. a son that plays basketball. Describe, like, how it feels to have your son playing for DeMatha in particular. Well, for me personally, one, I don't like 
I don't believe in private schools. Okay, me either. I, I never. That's attended, why I want to hear your thoughts. I never attended a private school ever in my life. Um, my brother, my siblings did a did private school their whole life from elementary all the way through high school. My brother went to Dematha. My sister went to Seton. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they was that they you know they were they were you know my yeah, parents. I did it. I went to Carroll. So my I parents know were the trying whole, to my yeah. parents were trying <laughs> to you know make make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I personally, I identified in my son at a very early age that the, the personality mixture of his mother and I put together and what he has, that Tobias is, he, he has a very strong personality, mm. okay? Mm. His mother has a strong, very, you know, mildly controlling personality. I have a very controlling personality sometimes because I told you at a very early age I decided that I was going to control my destiny yeah, so yeah. I, 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 I let people know out the gate mm-hmm. right so Tobias I believe you know I don't think those kind of environments would are the best for him sometimes well and I so, agree and so, and so but in this instance uh, he you know, because his his mom has uh, the majority of custody of him, and you know he ha- he's in a more uh, you know structured situation over there. I guess he has a stepdad there, um, so you know on paper that looks that comes across maybe as normal, right? Right, but that's yeah. what I'm talking whereas, about. Like, whereas, like for me, you know, I, I would have no I, like. I, I've, I've wanted to have custody, full custody of my son since he was born because mm. not necessarily because that's what I wanted per se, but I identify very early in what kind of personality he had and mm-hmm. knowing him as a black boy. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw him as, I, then when I saw the size of his foot, <laughs> you already knew what time it was. Kid, yes, sir. Yes, when he sir. started, when he, next thing you know, when I'm saying, when he's like, you know, 10 years old and he's like, putting on my shoe you know not even 10 like yeah, eight or nine yeah. he, he can wear fit my shoe yeah, i'm like whoa you know is, what i'm saying yeah. but then i would go to places so i remember going to uh he was in aftercare at john eaton his elementary school and you know you know you always got them couple brothers there that are that, that help mm-hmm. or you know in in the building right, right. usually you know either young black men or older black men right and they all would come and be like yo they would pull me aside and be like yo man your boy, he can ball. Nice. It was like he can ball. But that's, he said, that's, but, that's but, what I'm talking but they about. Didn't, but they was like, but they didn't put him on the John Eaton team because of his, his personality. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. I just shook my head and I, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. And I, because I you knew, understand. I understood, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I saw it, and then I said, okay. So then my son then said, well, Dad, I want to make a record. Okay. So I said, I, t- I warned him. I said, Well, I'm just gonna tell you, Tobias, this is gonna cause and create a lot of problems. Mm. I'm just telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rip bandages off your mom that she probably hasn't healed from regarding my art and, mm-hmm. and separating the personal life from the, the art, right. you know, and things like that. So just be mindful that besides that, you then got the rest of the world that's going to either be offended, either like it, okay. either not. Okay. So Basically chew so, you up and spit so, you out. So, so you know to. what I mean? Yeah. I said, but it might hurt a little more when it comes from somebody who's immediately right, right, in, right. in, in your life, right? right. And right. he said, well, we still do it. So we did it. 
Oh man, it was great. The kids got response. The city paper did a good article, whatever, whatever. Nice. But we, I caught hell for it. You know, mm. there was a, there was a, a conclusion because he was at the age where he couldn't really articulate in a way to defend himself, and you know, kids that have two parent homes, they know how to play the two parents. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're able to like <laughs> that they're, manipulation they're to, skill be, comes in. Quick. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like looking at this, and I'm like, oh man, like this dude is wild, yo. Like he mm. sold me out, yo. He just he made his mom believe <laughs> that it was you. that this was my idea. Uh, so. Uh. Any artist that you know, or anybody would never try to get their kid into the yeah, music yeah, industry. Yeah, right. <laughs> My father didn't do that. That question, they you always no, that. no, no. That's something yeah. that you. That's your. That's either your calling, or it's not. Or it's yeah. not. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, uh, and so, I just kind of after that, I just fell back on that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm, I'm, I'm gonna have to kind of approach this guy a little different. He's a, he's a little bit more off the chain than I thought. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But also, I was aware because of his age. And but I, at least I knew I had the comfort of knowing that before it unfolded, I told him. So at least we kind of yeah, we yeah, we let we let it play out. But mm -hmm. on the inside, we were laughing because we predicted what was what was going to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, uh, but besides that, but he he you you were saying um, what were you asking me? So here's here's what I was yeah. So that's Tobias in, in particular. Like no. Oh yeah, so sixteen. Playing, oh yeah, playing here. basketball. Yeah, well, for the, so forget the politics. Well, let me tell you about Dematha. If you're talking about Dematha, it's politics. Exactly. That's what I'm it's, saying. It, it is. Uh, I was excited for him. I wasn't excited necessarily that he made it on uh, Dematha's basketball team. I was more excited that in the midst of the turmoil and chaos that was going on in his individual life at that time, right. his mom and he were going through a really rough patch. Um, he was feeling really unsupported at that time, and this was all. This all happened like days before it was his big tryout for Dematha. Right. Mm. And Tobias went in there as a kid who transferred from a school that had absolutely no athletic program, Edmund Burke, and no type of black culture, but just black students up there. Mm. Um, uh, he, you know, went into this majority black male, alpha male environment yeah, it's not easy to and make the math for basketball team that's why i'm like, asking and as a non-recruit and like went in there and, and got us and, and got and made the team i remember i was out of town and and my mom sent me a picture of him in his in his uniform and i was just like that's what i was trying to get to like yo well he went to the first tryout and then they asked him back uh, mm -hmm. You know, and I said, good, okay. I said, I said, well, just stay focused, buddy. Just stay focused. And, and at that time, he was staying with me. Okay. You know, during those, during those try that tryout week. So mm -hmm. he knew I was going to make sure that he gets good rest, make sure, he, you know, he just, just focused, right? Um, but more than anything, really try to make the environment for him as stressless as possible because, yeah. you know, his mom and stepdad can't relate to trying out for Demathia. Right. They, right. Don't, they, <laughs> they don't know yeah. the severity of right. it. Right. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. Think, what it like, means. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they might not. I don't think there's quite. They've 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 done some great things in their respected careers, but I, they're still not quite something that is has even. Right. That's why I asked you about it because it's, like, it's, it's only a culture and for people a 16 year old and for a 16 year old to have that level of pressure mm. on them and for Tobias to do that um, to succeed he didn't surprise me but Damatha surprised me right okay I knew he had it in him okay. and I know he could yeah. do it yeah I was just more surprised like damn yo like he totally could have crumbled 
because it was just so much. And yeah, it was so much yeah, extra stuff for this sixteen-year-old kid to deal with. And he might have been fifteen at the time. So actually, he was fifteen. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even sixteen yet. And, and it was yeah. just like, wow, man. So you know, that was that was good. Um, it, yeah. How much of that moment? Let me ask you. Um, just because, like, like you say, he's in a situation where there's a stepdad and a mom in the situation. But, mm-hmm. but so much of that ability to to stand up to adversity and, and triumph. Um, because you have an active role in his life came from like how much like that I don't even know the word like joy or pride like that moment can you I describe mean, that moment me, like for me it was you exciting know. you know but but see for me I've never I've never sought for credit because my parents didn't do that with me right like, right, right. So, so so when I became when I when I let's say for example when I produced my first record that actually like was on the radio and yeah. you know I had a video on BET and things right. like that my dad was like, that's your accomplishment. My dad didn't yeah, say, well, yeah. you know he gets that from me. Right, yeah, yeah, because he you was a musician, yeah. Like, and, and ultimately what you want, you know, moms won't necessarily be able to relate to this because, unless it's a daughter maybe. Right, yeah. but, for, 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 but for the father-son dynamic, if at any point in life that your son can eclipse you, and you no longer that no longer becomes that he's no longer W. Ellington Felton's son, but I'm Tobias Felton's dad. <laughs> that's what you become. That's that your means that means job well. That's the goal. Done. That's right. what I was gonna yeah. say. Right. That should <laughs> that be the goal. Job, your your exactly. job should be <laughs> exactly. wanting your son to, to get to that point. Make as much money. You know. <laughs> do as much as possible way before you did. Hey. It's not your job to put him in some type of status quo or somebody else's narrative. That's exactly. it. So exactly. Tobias, I I I you know. Um, my only request for him is just to just it's just to be mindful of respect and yeah. self-control. Yeah. Like I just want I, I tell my students when I go into schools all the time that, you know, listen, you know, and this is this is this will be third graders all the way up to college students. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, look, as soon as you master self-control, you will be able to dominate in whatever it is you, you, you want to do. Because it's that self-control and that self-restraint that usually ruins it all for everybody. So. Exactly. Yeah, I, I heard a That's quote before. It was like, if you can control what you put in your mouth, you can control anything else. And I was like, wow, it's, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and, and, and that's the, like... <laughs> the key to so much like you said that self-control is the issue and i think that it's um purposely being uh kind of taken the the knowledge of that is purposely kind of being taken out of what we're learning what we're taught as kids you see so many kids now that don't have that level of self-control or don't understand i know him okay don't understand well you know it's it's, it's west but um it's random to see him (laughs) <laughs> but yeah it's uh so yeah that's you got yeah. more questions then yeah definitely ahead, definitely like you mentioned having um work on the radio and things of that nature like yeah. i remember like um doing uh the, the open mic scene like u street and all that and i would see you everywhere and i didn't know like and i knew your name from like yeah. um from people like droopy and different people like sure. that i would hear your, your name mentioned in and you know um just working that area it's such a um you know a profound part of of what dc artists do like i yeah. would even when i got into um music management i would have my artists go like that u street corridor is important how much of that um that experience in that time like basically um running that corridor 
um, uh, influenced you, you know, and, was, and built was, who you are as an artist. It was important. So some people might know and some people don't know, but before I went away to college, uh, th- I used to get snuck into a lot of the poetry things. Okay. A lot of people yeah. didn't know that I was still a high school student. Okay. Yeah. Um, because because I was like a serious writer, at, right, you right. know, at fourteen and fifteen, where I was trying, I was writing p- real poems and short stories and mm. things like that. And there was a place not too far from uh, Georgetown that was called It's Your Mug, that okay. that basically picked off from a, a, a place and workshop that we used to go to, very small, intimate. They used to be at Fourteenth and You, called Soul Brothers Pizza. Okay. Soul Brothers Pizza. Are the, was the same family and owners who then moved down the street after um, the untimely death of one of the brothers and partners. Mm-hmm. His brother, who was a chef and well as co-owner, went down the street and opened up a place called Mangoes. Okay, yeah. Ah. yeah. So um, at that time, those are the only things in that area that were doing something where they were letting people come in and like, mm-hmm do that except for like state of the union but those are more like you know con that was kind of like a small concert venue basically right um but i went away to college after that and then when i came back there were a couple of other places at that point you had a bar none yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but what i so i i just kind of came back in almost as like an outsider i i didn't i didn't like i didn't have the i didn't have the ego or difficulty being made felt like I was an outsider coming back coming okay. in because I knew the history of DC artists yeah, yeah, you knew where it was from. and yeah. I know how we treat DC artists even mm-hmm. the ones we now celebrate right yeah, yeah. they were not celebrated when no, they were here not do not all. believe the hype no not at all they yeah. had to leave in some instances, they were they were pushed out this month. That's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of been your theory too, right? Yeah, it's not my theory. Well, I mean, think I, about I, it. Look I, at I, I worded Duke that Ellington. wrong. I worded that wrong. Duke Ellington. I, no, I'm he with had you. to go. Yeah. He had to leave. Marvin, you went back. Well, well, too. What I'm, I'm I guess like, a, a better statement. Like, no, no, no. A better, a better statement is you have highlighted the truth in that. Yeah. Okay. Throughout your yeah, career, they've been doing right, this right. since Benjamin Banneker. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah, been giving yeah. they've been giving other people credit and then and downplaying the credit of the black you male artists in this though. area forever. You think that's still necessary now? Like, can a, can an artist break today in D.C.? No, D.C. is the truck stop of arts and entertainment. The truck stop. Yeah, right, people right. people can come here. Some people can come here and buy gas, food, and uh, souvenirs. Some <laughs> people can get come here and just eat. Some just people eat. can come here and like eat. Buy things, hang out, and buy and pay for everybody else. Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then what happens? They go back they to where they're where going, they, yeah, or yeah. they just keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We don't cultivate and strength. We don't have the one. We don't have the the the, the outlets and the type of venues like we used to have. Like yeah. besides State of the Union, uh, Mangoes, Bar None, we had a place called uh, 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 DC Cafe. Yeah. Me- yeah. Excuse me, Metro Cafe. Which was which was down like 14th, closer towards 14th and P. Okay. Um, you you know people were forced to mix in the venues back in the day. So like State of the Union, in some instances, you you know it was nothing for like you to go into you know some of us a population of us to go into Republic Gardens for happy hour because they had happy hour prices, they had the bomb ass uh, buffet free you know the tenders. 
And then, you know, <laughs> shoot, that sister used to kill it in there. The jerk yeah, wings, yeah. whatever, you know, or the, or Catfish Fridays was catering or something, right? Right. And yeah. then you getting dollar, couple dollar drinks, you know, and plus we know some of the bartenders. We're going there, and it was nothing for us to go in there for happy hour. And then after happy hour, after we got nice, you know, right. we go right down, right walk right down the steps, go in the State of the Union, and we could walk in there, and it could be D'Angelo just on electric piano in yeah, there. Yeah. And then you go in the back, there's a local DJ that's spinning reggae. And right. then after D'Angelo, whoever's done, you know, you then, you 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 got like a bomb ass hip hop, like real hip hop yeah, DJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't have that anymore. Nah. But when you looked around, it was everybody in there. Yeah, it was, it was all mean, cultures. Yeah. The punk yeah. rockers. Yeah. And, but see, but that was that was the original tradition of DC culture. And our culture has been wiped out in, in such a way because people don't know the history. And the only and for some reason that guy from um what's the rock band that they always got, that's the white boy, that's the drummer and singer, and they all he he somehow is always the official validator of DC music history. From bad brains? Not but no, I'm talking about the white boy. So oh, okay. now that's that's what I was about to you uh, just you just tapped in with, to kind of something what I was Well about. you just said DC and what's Punk, his name? What's the, the dude uh, I don't uh, nobody know, knows Grover, but you he did a documentary on HBO. They they let him do a series where he went but he always Rogan Grogan, you know like all right well there's this rock band where maybe if someone's wa watching or whatever. Yeah, they're, if you comment they're from on here let us know I think what they're the from Northern Virginia somewhere or whatever. But they're really huge big band. Really? But anyway, and basically, a lot of people don't know that I feel like it, cause it, the hip hop and go go and punk. Those are the only those communities were the only ones that were embracing each other's art form. So it was right, nothing right. for you to go and see a minor threat show that might then might have had like you know a little go-go band on there mm. or they have bad brains or whoever and they would do these things up at by, up at wilson senior high school mm. um you know uh you know you, 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 you as well as uh the madams oregon which is the original madams oregon which is all the way at the bottom of the hill of Oh, okay. Adams Morgan. Yeah, yeah. It's not the one we know now. The, yeah, so they would be location, they, yeah. so black, white, all types would pack into this room to see these progressive, see these these local people, and they were dedicated to them. Right. Ultimately, bands like Bad Brains were banned from DC. They were kicked out of the city because they were black guys that were doing music that maybe you know the the system or the power structure at that time didn't really understand and didn't really didn't get it. Oh, wow. and see the power of it so they had to go to new they they left they had to go to new york and one of the best quotes i ever heard one of them say was uh dc is not a place for artists it's a place for politicians and restaurant owners mm -hmm. right. those are the only people who are able to like really, really like flourish flourish yeah. and yeah. looked yeah. at as like oh i'm a support i know so many people that won't buy a one dollar song of mine but they spend at least eighty dollars a day on drinking or eating something eating out, at yeah. some yeah. white guy's uh, oh, man. restaurant in D.C. I got a lot of questions. What yeah. you got, Dave? Yeah, oh, I was just going to, because, I mean, you <laughs> know, we already, like, it's 1240. Oh, yeah, For yeah. real? But, yeah, but, I mean, we can go as long as you want yeah, go to go. I don't want to keep let's you here. to the last 20 minutes. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't wanna, yeah. <laughs> I so, you know, we can speed the questions up. I'm good. Yeah, I, so, I'm free all day today. Okay, <laughs> so, so I just want to go back a little bit um, to, uh -huh. um, you know, the – the the birth of the um idea like when did you find out that art was something that you were going to pursue professionally or make you know your life's 
vision and, and choice? Uh, was there a moment or was it something that came gradually well, as you realized well, you could I think do that, it? I think that, uh, like many, uh, you know, in elementary school, you know, I did a talent show with some friends of mine. We did mm. a little rap group with the Van Grack, black, Man, you took it leather, back. Van Grack. Sweatsuits. Uh, you know, and at that time, rap still wasn't cool in D.C. Right, so right, we, right. You know, we, we, people kind of, you know, there was either people, the girls thought it was cute what we right. did, but the, the dudes usually hated on it or clowned yeah, us. But yeah. we didn't care because we still had, like, name brand or more flyer brands at that type at that time so it didn't matter you know yeah. the superficialness of our people is sometimes dumb as shit the logic be Definitely. dumb sometimes it's like that gang mm -hmm. shit the red yeah. and blue you know colors and shit right, right. So anyway but uh we would um so 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 i was always inclined i was always musically inclined and mm -hmm. you know my because of my dad and my brother uh but ultimately i ended up uh uh you know i started i think at some point I got asked to do a poetry reading at uh, Bukum Cafe. Mm -hmm. It was like an African restaurant because mm -hmm. it was an open mic and someone was doing, you know, a poetry event. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess, you know, that, 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 that was, you know, that was something we did. Um, yeah. But not being there with like uh, Tony Asante Lightfoot, DJ Renegade, uh, Tony Blackman, and maybe like one other person, uh, uh, M. Willie Ascari, okay. okay, who was like one of our elders, one of the oldest guys. He, they basically would have these lineups like that, and then I would be like the random like young younger guy, right. okay. who they thought was a little older. I don't know if they thought I went to Howard or what, but yeah. I was straight up at school without walls. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and. I remember agreeing to do it and they, you know, it was nice, man. You know, mm -hmm. to see my name on a flyer and stuff like that. And then afterwards, they, the, the brother handed me an envelope. Mm -hmm. Open the envelope and it was for, for that age, like 14, 15, it was a good look. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was it was definitely enough for me to go to Boogie's Diner or right, Urban Outfitters yeah. or, or 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 wherever I would want it at that time to yeah, cop yeah. cop some sell items a little bit, you okay, know what I'm saying? Okay. Whatever I needed as a kid. Yeah. Um but at that point I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm I do, I do this now." Okay. So okay. moving forward at that point, unless it was like at school or something, I wasn't doing no more free right. like performances. <laughs> so you move forward. I then was on Team Summit on BET. Okay. And on that that experience being on there for three years, I learned the ins and outs of the industry. I mean, from the rooter to the tutor, right? From the perception to the the, the prestige. And taking ingredients from all of that stuff, I then said, okay, whatever I do, I definitely want to. It's going to be something in the arts and entertainment world, but I don't want to necessarily limit myself to just calling myself a singer or a rapper or a poet or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I wanted to take on the title of, of an artist. An artist. Um, and then you speed up some years later. Uh, my first major big break was uh, by way of Prince Paul, um, mm -hmm. who gave me the coin and title of the hip hop Sammy Davis Jr. Mm. And that was the first time somebody ever said that. And I was like, cause you know, he was like, he did an interview and he was like, yeah, you know, 
this guy, I got this new guy, W. Ellington Felton, on my record, and he's mm. like the hip-hop Sammy Davis Jr., and he, you know, because he writes, and he's an actor, and he's a poet, and he's just, he raps, right? he, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was another moment of validation for me, positive yeah. validation where I said, oh, I where most people would say, man, pick a thing. Yeah, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Decide what you want to do. Yeah. Do you have one that you enjoy more between definitely, the acting? Definitely or, acting. Definitely okay. acting is my thing, okay. which, by the way, we um, for some folks, uh, if, you know, if you haven't had a chance. Netflix. Yeah, there's a film <laughs> that um, mm-hmm. I, I, I had an opportunity to act in that just came out on Netflix uh, called Love.com. So yeah. I'm excited about yeah. that. But um, acting is definitely my thing. Um, you know, 16 years ago when I had a son, I made a conscious effort to kind of fall back and tone down my energy um, that I normally would have exerted towards act the acting field just because mm-hmm. that was just a, a choice I made okay. uh, to just be more present. Um, yeah, and, yeah, building and, that career and not just physically, but emotionally. A lot yeah, of people don't understand, yeah. like, if you're a real actor, but, like, you can, you know, I done, had, I done dated chicks, and they've dated me while I've been working on a play or something, and we broke up because... Yeah, yeah. You, 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 if they don't understand the process mm-hmm. and yeah. the moment of like, okay, sometimes depending on how the sh- performance goes, it's a, it's a, it's easier to get out of it, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's harder. You get yeah. stuck in, yeah. you get stuck yeah. in that character. At call. least for yeah. me, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but so. I, acting, that's definitely I preferred uh, that because they, it tends to be a little bit more bigger payoff um, nowadays. But music, I, I'm gonna always enjoy music because. I believe that uh, we can complain about the quality and the content of music all we want, but mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, you know, if I'm not actively at least creating content as an option t- to, you know, counterbalance that stuff, then, you know, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you got we, one, Jay? That's the problem. Everybody in the bleachers, everybody, all these spectators <laughs> got, got so much to got say. Got the main right. game, right? Uh, all right, so I have three questions in the, <laughs> in the form of song titles. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. You're a musician, I'm a musician. Well, everybody's an artist up here. Yeah. So yeah. it'll make sense. Oh, first question Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Blanket statement. He just opened the door for <laughs> everything he predicted, still. Mm-hmm. Which is? Uh, black men being misunderstood, protesters being misunderstood, mm. uh, you know, wars, rumors of war, um, mothers still dying. I mean, I mean, mothers still crying from, you know, the deaths of their children mm-hmm. via you know, violently, you know, uh, yeah. Okay, good answer. <coughs> Part two, mm-hmm. DMX, what these bitches want from a nigga? <laughs> well, it depends. Uh, I, I, they want two things. They either want a dog <laughs> and, uh, who will feed them Alpo, AKA whatever it is that they yeah, desire, yeah. Their, their, their wants, mm-hmm. and not necessarily their true needs to, acquire, to, 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 to provide happiness. Um, I used to tell people all the time, man, you know, you, 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 and then they complain when they end up with these dudes. 
and they and 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 I say I used to say all the time if you're sick sick of dating dogs stop feeding them Alpo. Yeah. But uh, that I'll say that's what that's what they want. Um, but they also want you know they want they want they want. I think that they want love. They want to feel. Um, they want to feel wanted. They want to feel desired. But there's also part of them that want to feel control. And it's important that we have to understand that in this society and in this culture, in order to gain control, there's a certain level of power that has to be identified. And, hey, if you're paying the bills, you're running the show. I get it. <laughs> right? But don't be that person and then complain about it every other day. Or whatever, whatever. You can't have it right. both ways. I say it. it right. You can't have yeah. it both like, ways. Get the fuck out of it, right? right. Now, yeah. now, if you're in a situation where the man is just taking care of everything, then you know ain't nothing in life for free. That just means that you know that means you're probably going to have to adjust and you know bring that balance. Follow the rules yeah. or something. Yeah. But if you're a person who's just looking for somebody who's like-minded. Somebody's happy. You know, I, one thing, I, again, I'll give my brother props. One thing for sure, before he died, his last wife uh, is, was, was, is a young lady who he was able to enjoy. Yeah, that's important. You know, they, mm -hmm. were, able to, they were able to enjoy. It, it, you know what I'm saying? And then in the midst of him, you know, uh, in the process, process of you know his struggles and his 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 his, his uh, you know ebbs and flows, she still would come with love. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, we will anticipate what we're doing or what who we're about to engage, knowing the personality, mm. and we will use that as an excuse to change who we are. That's that fake devil. The devil made me do it. God mm, made me do yeah, it. Thing, yeah. Right? Ooh, yeah. This yeah. this is a good segue yeah, to yeah, that. So that's that, the that. So so I I I I I I think they want what everybody wants, but depending on just where they are and their and their and their growth as a human being and 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 and, 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 and as a person who's really seeking uh, to experience true ultimate love before they leave this planet because a lot of people will never they'll, they'll go their whole life and will exactly. never experience unconditional love hey hey real mm. quick look before you go to the next one just on this same topic do you do you think that that person exists for everybody out there absolutely i think it's multiple i think for we, real i did I not expect that from yeah you, i think i think we have multiple <laughs> i think we have multiple soulmates in this world mm -hmm. i think that is just based on the timing of when you mm -hmm. meet them. oh man that's all. Like, I mean, Man, I, I can, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, and this is real transparent. It might be a little TMI, but I, I'll say probably 75% of the women that I've ever encountered throughout my life. And I said to myself, like, huh, I, you know, I, 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 I'm attracted to her. I, that. Mm. It at some point manifested itself. Yeah. Like I'm one of them people. You got I, a good I, success I, rate, nigga. I <laughs> hey, I mean, but look now. Don't get it twisted. S maybe the perception of what I do for a living helps, uh, yeah, or maybe yeah, the perception. Yeah. You know, I, I I fully acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. But my point is, is that 
I've just learned that, you know, we 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 make things we make things out to be tougher than we, we than they really are. Human nature. Because you got to think about it. I done seen. Think about this. If if a nigga on the corner that's homeless, or or a homeless person downtown can have a girlfriend out there homeless with him. I see. <laughs> like in the last three years, I done seen more niggas that were homeless that had girls than I did. Yeah. yeah, you understand what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So it goes to show you that it's not, it ain't, it all, it, 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 it's yeah. all that yeah. other stuff is just more stuff to more think about and worry about. It's distractions. There's more stuff to, to, to just keep you, uh, you know, as a consumer and more mm -hmm. excuses to buy more things and so forth and so. Forth. So that's just how it goes down. But it's a, uh, yeah. So that's that. Yeah, so they so want that. They yeah, just I want love. I ain't want to yeah. be your last. Go ahead. No, nah, it, it, it all, it all fits. So right. the, the last one, um, Tupac Shakur. Who do you believe in? Well, I believe in myself. Mm. That's um, what I thought you were going to say. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, in the midst of doubting myself, because I, 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 I fully acknowledge and I am aware that I am a human and that I'm not perfect. Uh, but what I will say, you know, being an artist, um, or an entrepreneur or self-employed, it, it allows you a lot of time for self-development and self-improvement. Like a lot of people, you know, will know that they got toxic or messed up personality traits or qualities. And they say to the person who's affected by them, like, I promise I'm a change or I mm -hmm. promise that. Mm -hmm. But they, because they're still, because they still have life to keep it, keep up with, or a, a regular routine of a nine to five, or you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They really don't have time to work on themselves. Right. And then when they oh, go on vacation, and then when they go on vacation, I'm triggered. And then when they go on vacation, <laughs> and then when they go on vacation, they're just, they're not even. That's not even the time yeah, where they get nah, to work on themselves. Right. That's so just the time to, to try to right? to try to escape. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Or or be with their significant other in front and like mm. when they get back home, they not gonna be. They gonna, gonna be cool, nigga. Right? You gonna be yeah. on the couch. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So yeah. uh, I I definitely trust myself because I know for the last man, I swear, man, for a long time, uh, I would say the relationship that I was in when my father passed away, I really realized, uh, you know, how certain personality traits that I have where my intentions or my intent could be one of just trying to be truthful, transparent, and vocally supportive, how it could come off depending on the delivery as harm mm. yeah um and that's something personally that you know it's i i can honestly admit that up until now it probably took me man it probably took me like 12 12 years to fix that part of me mm. and it's still a work in progress but i at least i at least know that i consciously acknowledge that and i and I, I deal with it daily. I deal with it daily. Um, because we as men have allowed that whole, this whole toxic masculinity and all this crap gain such a narrative 
and representation of all of us that we've unfortunately been kind of been boxed in right. because there are parts of us that we aren't consciously aware of that comes across that way. And now, with that said, there is very much toxic femininity as well out here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you understand? There are, yeah, don't get yeah. it twisted, bro. I know some. Yeah. Whoa, I know some savages out here. Man, yeah, you and I both. Who, who you know? Who yeah, identify as women? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think identify. I, I think that's the. I think that's how you. The pro, that's the politically right. Correct. Right. Right. You've been doing some research. <laughs> yeah. oh, they won't say girls, women, lady. Right. I don't yeah, know what right, the right, right word. We, we had that conversation too, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that. Um. Yeah. So that's that's me. That's who. That's who I trust. I trust me because I know. I know because of the way my parents taught me mm. and because of just my personal decision, I'm one of those people that's gonna always have an internal monologue before I do anything. Even if it's a slight split second, I'm gonna, cause most of the time when I walk into a place, I make a straight, I check everything out. Mm. I scope everything out. Like people sometimes, if I go into their crib, I'll, it'll take me a minute maybe to sit down or take my coat yeah. off just yeah. because that's just me in general, because of my neighborhood I grew up in. I was about to say, that's hood rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hung out. You know, on point. Times, times when I used to sneak over to Lincoln Heights and Clay Terrace, and you know, without my mom, you know, knowing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, sometimes, boy, I would end up in some scenarios, man, and some, yeah. some, some situations. Niggas chopping things up and cutting things up and whatever. And and whew, you gotta know, you gotta have a plan. At, yeah. least, at the very least, know where the <laughs> exits are. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, <laughs> very or, least. or a plan. You just right. got to have a plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first law of nature is self-preservation. Mm. Uh, period. Yeah. Yeah. And some people have a better job of masking or hiding that versus the other ones out here who are the wolves in our society who rule our society. Right. right. Um, they savages. They going. They going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and Jay, um, first of all, I wanted to, that was a brilliant way you set up the question. Oh, really? And, and it also uh, segue right into something that I want to ask. I know we don't have that much time, but... Um, that was very beautiful, man. It's always beautiful that when... when uh, what do they call it? Cis men? Is yeah, that what we are yeah, now? Yeah, oh, yeah. really? That's what the fuck yeah, we are yeah. now? So when oh. cisgender men compliment each other, that's a beautiful thing. I'm just telling yeah. you. It doesn't happen a lot. Definitely. And that... And that, in part, and that, that lack of interaction between just you know, heterosexual or cisgender uh, men, the lack of that is what ultimately contributes to our toxic masculinity. Yeah, to the breakdown of Indeed. what masculinity is yeah, supposed to be. Because we just got, we, you know what I'm saying, we got yeah. too hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> be able to throw a compliment every now and again. Man, they, I guess uh, we were somewhere last week and this, this catering company uh, made these fried lobster tails for us, man, Jeez. backstage, and the, and the joint was this huge, man, mm. right? So I'm damn near size bigger than a football, right? Look beautiful, some parts of it taste good, but it was hard as I don't know what to eat. Right. Because it had, you know, it had, I guess it was an older one, and it had okay. sat and held on to whatever <laughs> so long. Right, yeah. Man, shit. We we can't be that way as people. Right, right, right. yeah, yeah. That was I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to break it okay. back. But, uh, That's right. But yeah, I just wanted to, and I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned the um the the uh, land ruled by sheep because I was gonna talk about he talked about the name of the songs and oh, I yeah. noticed like um I wanted to ask you about the process you go through for naming your projects and your songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I noticed you have some like the um the the um kings in the wilderness. Kings of the Wilderness. Yeah, yeah, and so, and it was that so, from the so the Kings, Kings of the Wilderness. Well, no, actually, it uh, uh, Kings in the Wilderness was a direct response 
to I wanted to make a first of all the guy who produced that I, that whole project with me I did a whole project yeah, with him um, um and it, his name is the product and he's yeah, uh, he's from keep an eye on the product yeah, yeah keep yeah. an eye on the product yeah. he's from VA yeah, dope. so that was a cross generational thing consciously and then on that record I have cross generational guest artists right. and one of them that I featured on is actually a brother who's on this who's slightly on the spectrum uh uh name uh uh uh, uh, uh oh, why am I drawing a blank? Oh, don't kill me. It's, anyway, it's all good. it'll yeah, come yeah. back to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I have so much on my mind. Um yeah. he uh but anyway, but I had him on there. I mean he and he was killer, but he was also one of my students in a summer program. So mm. I during that summer I incorporated so the videos that I visuals I shot for that, they were shot by teenagers and kids and youth mm. from the the area. Um but Kings in the Wilderness, dude that record is so crazy because that record is like basically a lash out from like an ex-girlfriend who's harassing me on social media. Oh wow. Like because I haven't because <laughs> I, I got to listen cuz I just I wasn't engaging. Her. <laughs> I got to listen again. Yeah, right. so like I, right. I like so so the joint is like let me think catch me on my fly guy. Uh-huh. Backwoods rolled around some my tie. On a beach in Punakana sipping my ties. <laughs> Haters on IG catching splinters in their eyes. Hate Texas stretch from Silver Spring to Texas. Mansions, high rises, housing complexes. The harder the conquest gets, the harder the test gets. Shit, a broken heart will leave you breathless. Mm. I swear, niggas, guard it, protect it, or you will be that next hit left overnight on a press kit. I just listened to that. This Switch morning. the exit. Yeah. Brothers jumping next shit, uh, jumping ship just to be there. Shout out to my brother, Dirty Rico and Red Essence. This is for the kings, the lords, and the peasants. Mm. The preacher's daughters who gave me those blessings. Blessed with holy water with slits in they dresses. Uh-huh. I seen it in their eyes. I seen it in their thighs. Hunting, wondering for a piece of humble pie. Mm. Well, I'm the pie man. I'm going to give them a try. Final call shit minus the suit and bow tie. Uh-huh. Come from a place where they say nothing come from. When niggas settle for the dope of the drug runs. Not to come across like big pun. I'm talking about the era of Rayful Hogan gates and rum buns Mm -hmm. in the midst of the crooked politicians and guns there was a rose in the concrete a native son plotting on revolution how he gonna get it done art hurts hosts and art hurts some on a mission to find a real one with real tits and maybe some real buns with some real passion and maybe some real fun with some real talent and know how to roll a blunt they all claim to love you and they love to claim you individual same old shit only physical, only driven by material, but beauty is fleeting. Watch yourself, mystical. I knew I made it when my haters took flicks with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so pitiful. Misery loves company, but pussies love the pitiful. So I'd rather tap out before I act out and call my goons and we bring them straps out like our hurts. Our hurts, man. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, the naming of the projects, like the um, you you had um, the you mentioned the land ruled by wolves, and that's one yeah. of the names. Of land of sheep ran by pigs, ruled by, by wolves. wolves. Yeah. And that was from a uh, from a quote, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just basically talking about society and how it is. Well, America, right? That was supposed to be um, what America was about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. that's, and that's that's just dope. I wanna, uh, I know we about to wrap up. I wanna yep. ask. I always ask this question to all of my guests, and yes. I wanna get your answer for it. It's always introspective. Um, if you had an opportunity to talk to a young Wes Felton, 
Oh, I didn't get to ask you about the name because I know when you first came out, you W. Ellington Felton. Well, W. Ellington yeah. Felton is my actual like birth-born right. name. Right. And so, um, but and then years later, yeah. um, I did this. I did this uh, like licensing deal um, for a, cu- a couple of compilations of my records. Okay. And a particular company that I had worked with, um, they they didn't necessarily know what they were doing in, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the level in which I thought. When, okay. I, when I did the deal with them. Yeah. So um, because I didn't feel that they knew how to work the projects or understood the people involved, uh, I just was like, nah, I'm going to fall back. I'm not going I'm not going to necessarily cooperate right. with you. You know, they wanted me to buy my CDs and then sell them. And oh, wow. It's just things like yeah. that. And it was it was that real like old school slavery. Re- the reason why yeah. I never signed record deal. Type right. Of yeah. Shit, right. Yeah. Yeah. But. I, um, so then there was instances where they would often threaten, like, well, you know you can't put those songs out on this particular record oh, project. okay, so it was one of or those Or you can't perform it or whatever, okay. right? Um, for X amount of years. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, what, what they say on my Wikipedia? I got 34 yeah, listed Yeah, yeah listed projects, yeah, projects right? exactly. So yeah. I thought, hmm. Them 12, 13 songs, you can have those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can have those for the next few years. And in fact, I'm gonna let y'all even have my name, and you still not gonna have the sense to exploit it. In mm, the sense, exactly. Se. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna even right. give you a chance right. to exploit it yeah. because I know yeah. if you push them records, it's not like y'all can clone me or find somebody right. to come right. up here and do the joint. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm still the 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 the, ba- the cake, the batter, and you the mix. Me. Up yeah. In there, right. Yeah. Um. So I so I did that, and then a friend of mine named Jason Orr, who's a who's a, a, a you know a, a very uh, prominent pioneer who used to have a, an event mm-hmm. um, in Atlanta called Funk Jazz Cafe and he's now uh, you know very uh, successful movie um, and documentary producer as well mm-hmm. he's the one that was said that's what you need to do anyway West right. Felton West Felton he said you know yeah. like most deaf or like you know whatever yeah, yeah, he West said because yeah. black people first of all W. Ellington Felton they, the only people who call you that are white people Right. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm serious. White people, <laughs> white people, and little children are the only people who call me W. I used to always right. think like that's a long ass. Yeah, I, I just yeah. used to think that's some. It's mysterious. It's nah. like oh, yeah. that joint didn't. Be- <laughs> that joint didn't become cool until I went to Carnegie Mellon. Okay, okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, but, but growing up, it was like even on Teen Summer, they was like, you got to be something else. You got to be West. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, you didn't they change was, that. First meeting, they was like, we not putting that up there. We're not gonna put that up on the character generator. They're like that's too long. You gotta pick something, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So that's 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 what how, what happened okay, with the so whole West Coast. But yeah. Thing, so the original question: um, If you had the opportunity to talk to a younger version of yourself, let's say a twelve-year-old. West Felton, mm-hmm. knowing everything you know, being through everything you've been through, yeah. and seeing all you see with the knowledge you have now, what would that conversation be like? I would have tried to talk my parents into. I would talk. I would have told myself to talk my parents into letting me uh, on spring breaks or certain or any opportunities to go to California or New York and audition for things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would press. Yeah. I would press them to, uh, you know. Uh, I would press them. I would tell myself to become a vegetarian at that mm. point, so then I could get my parents on that plan. So they would, have, so they would have longer lives. My father. Mm. I feel like my father's life could have been extended if there was a way I I could have, you know, at an earlier age gotten a hand on maybe you know how he ate or mm-hmm. his certain lifestyle choices. Uh, and 
I've also told myself to wait until I was rich to care a lot about a woman, an mm-hmm. individual woman. <laughs> we, we need right? a whole nother show. Man, we need sing. you to come back. I would say, need I would say look here, nigga. <laughs> right. stay, stay single. Strap up. Stay single. And like, until it, and don't like don't get a girlfriend until you get until you're like wealthy, right? Like Everything period, so much because because <laughs> bruh, like the 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 journey you're gonna take mm-hmm. is gonna is one that's less traveled and it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be judged. It's not gonna be uh, heavily supported, right? It, you know, and you know, but. I, that's just like for me, I feel like that's the service of it for me. Mm-hmm. Not not because it's not a struggle. That's not it's it's like it's not I'm not struggling. Right. It's more of like I know that every follower I have, I earned them. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't it, it wasn't generated through some outside resources or somebody some marketing thing some or, bot or some something. some yeah. some robot or yeah. something. Yeah. I, I know that every stream I get, I earn it. Like mm-hmm. somebody acts, it's because somebody wants to hear it, or, I, or my music or my art form. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. Know so, yeah, yeah. You definitely did. You definitely did, man. Uh, but yeah, man. Like, what's the matter? You had your heart broke recently, man. Well, uh, oh man. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be to be honest, like, yes, yeah, I, I have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. to to keep it one hundred. But I mean, well, I guess the the interesting thing is that it seems to be a, it seems to be a a, a pattern. A pattern. Okay, yeah. so let me tell yeah. you what I guys yeah. for the last two years, guys, I've been for the first time. Mentally, emotionally, and physically single. Okay. Okay. So what that means is I have not. I, I what if I if I have interacted with a woman in the last 10 years, I mean, excuse me, the last two years, it has been strictly uh, mutual encounters mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, mutual understanding, um, not very frequent, um, because we assume that the baggage that we bring in to relationships is always the baggage from the previous relationship. That's just part of it that's just the that's just the uh the little case that's in your you know that you keep Carry your deodorant yeah, yeah. your deodorant <laughs> not even that big okay. that's just that a, right okay yeah. it's all that other shit the trauma from your childhood mm-hmm. it's all the whatever until you really are able to either toss that stuff out or find a storage bin to have that stuff collect dust mm-hmm. And that's only if some of it is valuable. You don't need to be bunned up, occupying someone's emotions, nor do you need to be sharing yourself with them. Because what's going to happen is it's going to seep out regardless. And when it seeps out, a lot of times you're not aware of it. And so it comes across as offensive. Mm. And you take oh, it personal. So, they, so, so we're so going to go much longer this. than we're, because sorry, no, no, we're not. No, we're, no. Not, no. we're not wrapping this up yet. I'm right, sorry. Okay, so let me just tell you. This. <laughs> we're not what I learned. Up. What I learned a long time ago. I had a friend of mine. I remember back in the day, I dated this chick. 
Oh man, I was crying, man. She when she broke up with mm-hmm. me, man. You know, and I was, young, yeah. I, was I think a, we've all been there. I was <laughs> a spry, and I was twenty. This was like my first like broken heart, real, real, yeah, you know, as a grown yeah. man, oh, man, you know. Because but I was still young, twenty something, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I remember going out to dinner with my family and my father being like, "Nigga, what's you crying for?" You know, like being mm-hmm. like, "What's up?" Like, you know, he took that cliche like, "Look, man, come on, man, you, you know what I mean." You, Man, yeah. I seen your girlfriends, man. You gonna you 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 do all right. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he really trying to, you know, give right. me he tried every angle, right? Yeah, yeah. But I had a really close friend whose father, who is actually a, a psychologist, who, you know, that's what he did for a career. And I remember him seeing me and was like, you know, it was like it was after my son and uh this was another and this was like years later than when i had a kid and my son's uh mother and i decided we weren't going to be like a you know a couple right mm-hmm. um we had a, we made a kid but you know we decided we were just gonna probably be better as like yeah. co-parents right um we i was so crushed because it wasn't necessarily the relationship part of it that i was crushed about i didn't it wasn't that rejection it was the fear of the separation of my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jay, and this you, you teacher, know and this, and this, and this, this, mm-hmm. this guy's my friend Tito, his father, Lavert Mathis, Doctor Lavert Mathis. He mm-hmm. said to me, he said, Wes, no one was put on this earth for anybody, mm. but you were put on this earth for everybody." Mm. Mm when a person chooses to share their time with you you have to learn to respect and always look at that time as borrowed time yeah mm-hmm. cuz you could marry somebody and they're going to pass away I've, we we see it happen all the time somebody yeah. gets yeah. married and then 2 months later 3 weeks later the the the, the partner of that person dies yeah. from heartache or heart, you, you, you understand Whatever. yeah, yeah. So what, what what I've learned is that instead of looking at breakups like a breakup, I look at them as breakthroughs. Yeah. Because sometimes we might be standing in the way of someone else's growth. And that's a hard thing for us. You know, a lot of times when I tap out of relationships, the times that I have, yeah, they've hurt the, the, the other person. But it's because I would I could admit that there's nothing I can else I can do for you yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. and it's but hurt you. Right, right. You know, see, because it seems like you know I've tried at this point, I've tried to communicate it this way, or I've tried to communicate that way, and it seems like those words, it's still you react to them as if it was harmful. And yeah, so yeah. I don't want to be one of the people. I definitely don't want to be a nigga where uh, uh, women are w- walking around here. Uh, you know, ha- claiming that I'm like, you know, hyper aggressive or anything, mm-hmm. you know, any, any of that stuff. Um, you just kind of, I've just learned that again, people are not put on, it's borrowed time. A person, yeah, and, and what I've learned yeah. how to say to people is like, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing yourself. Yeah, thank you for sharing your time. I appreciate that because I know that you took time out of your life, personal. your journey, your destiny to to ha- let me distract you but uh, don't you think people like focus on that time in the wrong way like you said like the words you spoke are 
or um, of an evolved person. Like a lot of people, like the emotional maturity that it takes to get to the point that to understand that the dissolution of a relationship is not a negative thing. We are here yeah. to to match until we find that yeah, match. So that's when that's we what don't, I wanted. I wanted yeah. to, to double down on when when I was yeah. like, uh, I, I've been heartbroken recently. No, I, I haven't been heartbroken. I don't think that was the correct. Uh, assessment i think the past couple years probably like the past 10 years i've just i've come to a realization that a certain relationship isn't right so it's like when my heart was broken it was like i was disappointed it's like i thought we could have i thought this could have turned into something but very much to your point like what you were saying it's it's a little bit different because the 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 sisters in particular that i'm talking about i'm a little older than okay. you know what i'm saying and so you were also speaking about uh when i asked the tupac joint who do you believe in basically basically yourself and i know i've put in the time i've put in the work and looked myself in the mirror and done the hard work on myself right but it's, let me ask you this yeah have you ever gone two years you know how you hear those sisters be like i'm dating myself mm-hmm. yeah i ain't i i'm dating myself Right? Well, they say that, but they got to dig it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, what did I just say? But what did yeah. I just say? Yeah, yeah. two years. Emotionally, I said I was single, but you still I had interactions. I might have had, you know. But no, I mean, I don't know. I want to hear where you're going with this. Finish, okay, so my, finish, my nigga. Point is, my, my point is, sometimes you have to find, you have to find comfort with yourself right mm-hmm. exactly i mean i mean seriously though no i'm talking serious you know I'm I, I like think for, i'm ready for, for whatever while. you talk about for a good while yeah i ain't talking about for you know a couple months or in between a relationship but i mean i'm talking about literally where there's none of that back and forth you're still you're no longer where you're literally not engaging people from your past that's uh, me bro i'm trying to tell you like well, in then, a real way well, like then, the real work well then you might be the problem brother you the well, common well, that, denominator but no but what i'm <laughs> nah you ain't let me finish okay, so what i'm saying is i come to that point it's like oh i am engulfed in my healing and in my you know uh uh i guess process of of reaching my my highest potential right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's like I know I shouldn't be involved with somebody, but when, like you saying, when you're articulating that, it comes across as like a negative, or someone would get defensive. Or, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's the like rejection not, like, feels the same regardless, no matter how but good is your rejection. Yeah, yeah. Not, Listen, man, they'll it make is. you. Yeah, man. Yeah. When, you know, as much as we hear about how dudes be like lunching out, um, like this is my theory on that. My theory is that I, I'm, I'm sensitive towards people like that um who who have those difficulties because there's some people that will go their whole life and never really experience like unconditional love bro mm-hmm. i'm telling you yeah I know. so imagine you a dude right that's it took you 40 something years to finally meet a woman who might be slightly attractive and like she gives you attention mm-hmm. and time and that exists right right you know what i'm saying stop yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a dream and then, show then, but then and then say but then but then but then say it doesn't work out mm-hmm. what people think is that dude is just triggering because he you know that's just what niggas do no that person is internalizing that damn 
am I going to have to wait another 40 years yeah. to feel yeah. this again? Yeah. And yeah. that's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So some women, you know, will be in situations where, hey, man, they, they, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's their way or the highway. Yeah. And you have to make sure that for yourself that, hey, brother, the highway got exit ramps. They got all kinds of shit. <laughs> no, rest stops. You know. The shoulder. <laughs> you can get on the but, shoulder. But, 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 but the advice that I would give to you, my brother, is when the next young lady who you feel that you want to take to the next level or whatever that means to you or be serious about, you and that young lady need to communicate your expectations of each other yeah asap okay? well yeah there's a I lot agree. of women out here and a lot of men out here who will in the early stages of meeting somebody mm -hmm. they'll they'll act like they're cool with certain behavior or right cool with yeah, certain yeah, yeah you know yeah. Mm -hmm. and then before you realize it you'll realize that well i might got low expect self-expectations but my expectations of other people might be super high, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay? And there's some women that can say, yeah, I'm cool. I, you know, we can just get down or we can just kick it. And they're lying. Right. Yeah. yeah. You need to learn how to, when, yeah. when, when a woman tells you, says the perfect thing, the same way women don't believe when a nigga say the perfect thing, yeah. sometimes you got to be like, well... Let me think about this. That's that sound kind of sweet. She, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but you gotta think like, okay, what's the, you know, the that's it's, that might be a little too good to be true, be true. Because <laughs> I don't know too many women that are that are traditional kind of women, right? Who are cool with, you know, just getting down with each other sometimes. Yeah. Now the flip side of that. By being mentally, emotionally, and physically single, I've learned that there are yeah you can, a lot you're looking for you can find of women profession who are professional, and I, when I say professional, I don't mean the oldest profession in the industry. Right, right. right. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about like women got that got careers right. at work, and like you know sometimes they they checking for you, and you know they they you know. That it, it they they sincerely are able to detach and reattach right. detach yeah. and reattach yeah. and me personally i've learned that i kind of like that lifestyle for right now because it doesn't put me in a position where i ever feel like no, I have nah, to, I have no to you don't west Listen, you want to be in love no man. no 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 i'm gonna tell you this is what i've <laughs> learned do. no i don't want to be in love with a person if she is ever gonna always make me choose between my art mm -hmm. and her or my son and her. And we live in a culture now where we're taught to believe that when a person abandons everything else for somebody else, that's that means, when it's, that's, yeah. that's love. Yeah. That ain't love, nigga, that's submission. <laughs> that's like, that's, 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 that's giving it's you the, the only thing, the only thing we don't have to buy that we're born with our free, free will. will yeah you said it yeah i'm not giving you my free will yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you shouldn't like, be asked giving, to because love is freedom exactly. it's not confinement right brother i got so many homeboys who come who come to me for counseling and confinement and things of that nature and one one consistent thing that lately has been happening is that they've been having their ladies let's say they're in a new relationship with a lady and she he has a previous child with someone else mm -hmm. 
where the women almost make them fit. It's always, say if something's going on with the child and they have to go tend to that child. Yeah. Because they have a father that's involved. The woman will react and, and, and rather than focusing on the child, they only relate that child to the, the vessel yeah. that it came out right. of. Yeah. <laughs> you understand yeah. what I'm saying? But they you can't put that 100% on them because there are people who play that role. You know, who always oh, about man, the child, you but got you got going over getting listen, the piece, Listen, right? listen, like, you got a choice. You can either have somebody out of your life or you can hate somebody. <laughs> you can't do both at the exactly. same time. You can't right. have it both ways. I say it all the time. That's right. Because it ain't no, about right. them. Then it no longer becomes about that person. Exactly. If a person ain't in your life and they not in your circle and they ain't your friend, mm -hmm. you should be at peace. You should be. Yep. Yeah. Especially if they not purposefully, consistently, and consciously bothering. Making the effort. But if you end. are separated from somebody and not around them, and 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 at the same time, engage getting engagement and intention attention from others outsources, mm -hmm. and you still mad at some that other person, it's a problem, or you yeah. still holding yeah. something yeah. that speaks about that person. Yeah, and it's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing that you no longer. And what my point is is that sometimes we've been conditioned and programmed to believe that one relationships always fail because of the man. That's not true. Or relationships fail, fail because women are greedy. That's not true. Relationships fail because men are secretly gay. That's not true. Maybe, you, you understand what I'm saying? All these narratives. Yeah. These are all these narratives that basically. It's always negative. People who don't you just have. sounded like a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. People don't have. People don't have the. But that's why. That's the irony of Tyler Perry. People wonder why he's so successful. Oh, I know. And why his. And, and look at the hilarity and absurdity of his his work. It's because we know niggas like that. Right. Yeah. I know yeah. niggas. Yeah. I, yeah. You understand? I, I've had a cousin make a, a pass on me. I, yeah. I remember being Crazy. a young boy and one of my girl cousins trying to basically holler at me. Yeah, yeah. You know, as wow. an adult, in hindsight, mm. you think right. about Wait those a minute. things. What? Yeah. But, yeah. but because we, in certain cultures, we're taught the, 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 to... It's, it, these are just Barrier. things. Yeah. These are just social constructs and narratives that we've chosen, that we're told that you have to be. And I'm saying to you, brother... If you do believe that you are at a point where you are a whole man, yep, and you bring a whole you to the table, mm -hmm. if it ain't working out with a chick, that means that the whole her is not there yet. Well, that's but that's my point. That. But see, that's what I believe, right? But it's hard to relay that to the person because that that well, doesn't you come. Can't worry about you. Got to stop caring with people. Yeah. True, yeah. true, yeah. That, yeah. true. But but in the last scenario. I, I do care about this person. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying? So, so it's it not, makes it hard not to care it, about what they Yeah, so it's like but yeah. but like it's compartmentalizing it though. Like, oh, because the past relationship that I'm talking about wasn't intended. We were just cool and it just kind of turned into some thing. Oh, oh, this is cool. This is so it's like it wasn't like, oh, we're gonna go into this. Like I think your your point was like you got to put kind of put everything on the table and like your expectations and all that. Yeah. Because we were yeah. just cool. Yeah, you got none to. of that came I've up. Had so many, so I've, we just kind of fell in it. It was like, oh, uh, <laughs> you know because this is like, the thing. The reason why you have to be careful, and this is, and, and I and you know this if you listen to my music, is that you have to be careful because 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 we weren't put on this earth for nobody. You you have to be careful who you pick and choose to share your yeah. self with. Mm -hmm. So see, some people think you know. People used to think that I was standoffish or I had an ego or something because I wasn't as 
I didn't greet everybody all the time. It wasn't always. Yeah. I just personally believe like, hey, if you don't really have a true desire and intention to overextend a welcome to somebody, then don't do it. It's not right. genuine. Yeah. It's not sincere. Right. You know? yeah. But also the reason why that is is because when you share yourself, you're opening yourself up. Basically, like you're performing surgery on yourself. Okay. Uh -huh. And when you... <clears throat> take that stuff out and you begin to give it to people you're then going to be left there with not only having to replace those parts of you that you're given or retrieve them mm -hmm. and then stitch yourself back up because I, I, I will say eight out of the ten of the relationships that i've ever been in and i'm saying that i ain't never been in ten relationships but i'm just using that as a yeah. A, a number, for example, mm -hmm. just so you can get a sense of percentage. The person who I was formerly in a relationship with, they t eight out of ten of the times they took the things that I shared with them as 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 personal or intimate or important to me as things of bonding and building and to identify my trust for them and then they just completely if things didn't work out they completely taken those very exact things and then use those as the very weapons well, the, yeah. to attempts to hurt you yeah. and that's why we have to be very careful i don't blame them that's just the art of war, nigga. You yeah, gonna give me bombs? Exactly. Right. exactly. Oh, you no, gonna give me bombs? Oh, I'm the king of bombs. Yeah, I, I tell yeah, people all the people yeah. be people be like, yo, Dub, you should run for office. I'd be like, y'all don't want me in no office. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna be. I will be straight up biased. I will yeah, be very yeah. clear on who I fuck with and who I don't. Oh, that's yeah. like Trump. Hello. <laughs> Hello. But I'm just saying, I would be very clear about uh, clear with that. But yeah, I've heard. Um, um, I heard someone say the definition of love is, uh, well, everybody has their own thing. Yeah. But uh, but just to what you were saying, it's giving somebody all the tools to destroy you and then expecting them not yeah. to, because mm. then those oh, that's, emotional that's pretty situations. Good. But I mean, because you know, you want that vulnerability. That's the idea is to have somebody that you're close enough with to have that level of vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're open. Where are we? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're in this beautiful store here, the guys. Nubian Nubian human. Nubian human. Support yeah. black businesses over here. Definitely. Um, over, definitely. They got me over here in the South Side. Don't you know, yes, sir. You, you know as much love and respect if they got me come. I, I live completely on the complete opposite side of the city. I live by the <laughs> National Cathedral. So I'm, oh, okay. That's what you're Are you way uptown? Yeah. Way, way, way uptown. We're moving on No, I. you know what? I lived there. Uh, one, I moved up that way just to be convenient uh, for my son, uh, to, for him to have a closer uh, residency to okay. come to, come to um, because of the particular school that he was going to uh, at that time. Um, That's on but Connecticut I, and, Avenue, and, and, uh, Wisconsin. And oh, Wisconsin. I stayed up there because, uh, still, because it's just. The white women? It, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, first of all, first the of truth all, comes out. First of all, first of all, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, white women don't—they're not attracted to me, man. I don't, white women don't. White women don't try to holler at me. They avoid me, man. I I can ride the whole 33 bus and it be packed <laughs> and won't nobody sit next to me. Mm. Uh, you understand? So, mm -hmm. but and up there, the white people up there are different kind of white people. They're they're mm -hmm. more kind of generational wealth and. Uh, they they really just you know 
they coming and going. But right, I, right. I live up there because I really enjoy the fact that when the day ends, it ends up there. It ain't like, like you know, you got to go down closer towards Georgetown or you got to go towards Adams Morgan or somewhere to, you know, for people to be up. Oh, okay. So it's a small town. Time. Like, they shut so it it's down. Very, oh, yeah. It's okay. very, okay. it's quiet. You know, it's That's very, nice, like, yeah. you know, and I like I like that. I like walking outside and seeing trees. and <laughs> I like walking outside and, like, you know, just, you know, not, 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 not having certain elements. I grew up yeah. in a, I grew yeah. up in a very traumatic uh, neighborhood. My home was, was safe, mm-hmm. but my, my neighborhood was traumatic, man. It was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was, it was, it was something that was tough. And, and I, my mom always sent me to school to Northwest, um, to other schools. And then, but I would always have to return back to my neighborhood. And, you know, I, w- I was seeing very clear distinctions between communities. I, I got that. I was exposed to that at a very early age, right. but also, Cats in my neighborhood. I know cats in my neighborhood who've never been past Minnesota Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really leave Southeast till I was yeah. about nineteen. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. so I understand. <laughs> it. Don't so, know. Yeah, but yeah, man. I don't give up on love, though, man. Don't give up on that. Thanks, Wes. Encouraging words from Wes. Yes, yes. But yeah, I, I say it to you all the time. Now, Wes, coming here now. Palo Santo. But yeah, see, y'all see, see, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Be careful, though, man, because he don't, he don't like, he don't like the, the um, get emotional with the. Nah, problems. I do. Yeah, yeah, I tell Dave he, I he love him all the time. More. He opens up more. Than I know. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wes, say I know. Y'all, don't be out here like boozy, man. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, this dude, man. Some other stuff going on. What do you um? Who do you like now? Who do you listen to like musically? Oh, nobody. <sighs> Let's hear it. Right now? <laughs> yeah, right now. There's anybody uh, out right now? Currently, um, me personally, I like. I'm gonna break it down in different categories. So, people who are getting the artists that I like right now who are getting a lot of love per mm-hmm. se. I like. I like. Uh, uh, Griselda, I like them. Oh yeah, I, I oh, okay. Them too. Okay, I like yeah. them. I like them because, although I'm kind of a different kind of person, I'm an artist because of the environment that I grew up in, because of the neighborhood I grew up in. And man, I like my favorite rap. Favorite rap group ever is the Clips. Like, okay. and people mm. will, some people will never like that or understand. Yeah, that's interesting. That's the reason name. why I like the Clips because I feel like they were like. They were like the they they show how you could take drug rap and turn it into poetry. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you really break down their lyrics, uh, definitely Pusher when they're together, mm. um, Pusher and Malice, who's no Malice now. Yeah, um, when you when they would be together. Each one of their lines would have like double entendres in. It. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. like if you if you go uh-huh. and look at their lyrics, Read you're back, like. Yeah. You know, it ain't it ain't like they just saying I sold crack. Crack ain't whack. You right, get my yeah, money get up back. off my no. back. Right. <laughs> that band was it was deep. Yeah. That band was what's the one line? What he say? You know, on that on the song that people that's the biggest debate of whether it's a whack song or not song. Uh, grinding. Oh, okay. isn't that a hip hop classic? But that's yeah, a big yeah, yeah. But no. But there's yeah. a big there's a big debate. That that song isn't as big of a deal as it is, and that you no, know, it is. That is that it's not that yeah, dope. Because yeah. right? the beat and the lyrics, because you gotta have lyrics for oh, that dude. beat. Yeah, when yeah. that say, but when he says, uh, uh, you know, from ghetto to ghetto or backyard yeah, to yard, nah. that's basically covering two grounds just off the break. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that you know off the break, nigga, yeah. from the city to the suburb. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I push that. I'm off the hard. 
Cause I pushed. What do he, he? What do he say? Call me. Uh, call me. Call me. Uh, so, uh, uh, call me. Oh man. Call me. Call me something. Push. Cause I push bass like that. Like, but in, in, in the line where it's talking about the bass. Cause I push bass. It, it, the double entendre in that line yeah. is like yeah. playing off of the bass, the sound, and right. you're talking about the free bass. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like Griselda because I like when cats can like. I like when cats can like formulate one when they can actually rhyme in their raps, and two when they can actually formulate sentences and complete thoughts and fit it into the beat structure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. See, like I, right. me as a rapper, I've always considered myself when I approach writing raps, I approach them like a saxophone solo. So I mm. think about what I think about. What, I think about if somebody's playing a sax. So rather than me committing to the same cadence for an entire verse, I'll, I'll, I've always thought that. I just try to fill the middle of Empire. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fill the empty spaces. You know, yeah. so I might rap one way and then in the middle of it, change the cadence a little mm-hmm. bit. Just things like that. So um, I like Griselda because their voices are cool um, and, I, and, I, and I'm into that. I like Rocky Marcy. I like street rap. Oh, okay. I just yeah. don't like fake street rap. Right, yeah. I don't like the, the I don't commercials. Like the dudes, yeah. I don't like these dudes that's faking it, and you know you can they real suspect. Yeah. They show their butt off. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't really. Yeah. I ain't. That's yeah. just that's that's just not me because I just the environment I grew up in. I tell people all the time I'm a mild hip hop conservative because right. I still, right. although I'm an artist and I'm open minded, you know, and I, res- I I respect all types of people. It don't necessarily mean I get down with all types right, of right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop, like I said, I'm a hip hop purist. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm a I'm a hip hop conservative. Conservative, man. okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, good. Like, keep me conservative. Yeah, I hate you. Right. However, that whatever definition y'all wanted to, how you want to define that. Right. So that's right. what I like right now in that in that pop in terms of somebody who's buzzing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the young boy from this area, YBN Corday. Yeah, I like, I like him. Corday too. He gives me hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Same here. Uh, and uh you know people that are more immediately like in my camp you know like raheem i like the work that we do right now i like where raheem is yeah. um and, Salute and, and raheem profession and, you know what i'm saying i like that i like that he's he's he, he i think he's starting to, it's starting to really lock in for him where he's able to <clears throat> you know it's in this industry people don't understand that it's not it's very hard to like one be stay relevant yeah yeah over yep. and over yeah. and be yeah. able to come, you know be able to make comebacks and it not be a cause called a comeback right, right. but it's just here. a new yeah. project yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and i think that you know we he and i were, have been blessed and fortunate enough to create content and music for, for over almost 25 years together that yeah. that we weren't caught up in whatever the trend was at that time so it's, it's been able to sustain do. but then also we tried to create art that's us so no matter what age we get, we were able we will be able to perform it. Right. See, black right, people, right. we we the only people who kill our artists off. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. let Ozzy Osbourne and all these other ones, they'll, they'll 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 get up there and wheel them up there or yeah. whatever. Yeah, barely can talk, barely can sing. Look at Elton John. Elton John is at dementia is starting to set in on yeah. him and, and, and vertigo while he's yeah. you know where he had the in the show the, a couple weeks yeah. ago you know wow. but they will they will and they call their shit classic mm-hmm. but what do they call us old school washed up yeah. <laughs> no, old, old school. school old school yeah yeah oh, don't nobody want nothing that sound with the word old at the beginning of it right. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't know yeah. old people want to be called old. Right, right. You don't. They want you to call them ma uh, mature or yeah, older, yeah. You know middle aged, yeah. you know, advanced. So, <laughs> so it's that. So you know, it's that. There's those dynamics, man. Yeah, but I thank yeah. you guys for having me on here, man. man you know, definitely. We done wrapped everybody up. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Hey, but sometimes I mean, it happens. Yeah. But I just need, you know, I thank you guys for having me because I need it because people were like wondering, like, you know, if I was gonna show up, I was gonna make it, you know, especially with in the height of the news with my brother. Yeah, we appreciate you I needed to kind of get some of the things that I shared off my chest yeah. um, like I said before because it's just you know we, 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 we there's a lot of work that's still involved in this 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 next uh, few weeks and year uh, and you know rest of my my life uh, is gonna be you know functioning and knowing that I don't have the option of my blood brother right and, right you know fortunately in life God blesses us with other people um, who are able to step in at certain times in your life to f to fill that void, and I've been blessed with um, quite a few um, strong black men um, throughout my life who have who are still in my life um, and continue to uh, hold me up and hold me down sometimes when I when I'm necessary. So, Definitely, man. Yeah. We, yeah, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, you, Wes, you know, coming through and I, oh, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I think we should do a song. Oh, I'm down. I record all the time. I record out my crib. My, all my but, last. You know, it's 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 not as easy as you making this shit seem. Is that my too far? Is it too far for you to come up there where I am? No, if I can come not. all the way over here. No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> it's live. We making records up there. Uh, where you at? Where yeah, I like the I like the cathedral. cathedral it's, it's, right. a nice, it's a nice environment up yeah, there. Man, I like we, that. We can go over to the bishop's garden and smoke a J before we. Yeah, I'm with it. So it's it's live. So you can't like when I text you. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. I could just rewind some shit. Like exactly, you, you got it. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. No, no, nah, nah, you're good. You're I good, just man. recorded this song with Kenilworth Katrina yesterday. Oh, oh that's the homie. Man. That's the homie. And I'm so psyched, bro. so psyched. I'm a fan of hers. Oh, so am I. Yeah, we all are. We definitely fans. So I was, I was glad. Like you know, I even with her, I was like, you know, she was like, you sure you don't want to cancel? I was like, nah, I'm coming. I was like, that's, you know, I was like, that, that's, you know. The only person that knows that if somebody's dead are the people that's left behind. Mm -hmm. The person that's dead don't know they did. Yeah, they did. Man, they not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you know the reality of it is that we got. You know we can't use death uh, as an excuse to stop living. Exactly. Um, that's another. You know, uh, that's only some cultures look at death that way. You understand? Right. Because yeah, other cultures yeah. look at death as a transition. Exactly. And there's right. exactly. other things. So we, you know, so I, I'm, I'm, we, we, we good, man. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I, I got my, I got my whole life to cry yeah. and, and, yeah. and do all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, I thank you guys again for, man, you know, letting me be Thank you so much here. for coming through and, uh, just everything that you, you know, felt free to express and get off your chest in these moments, man. We appreciate you tremendously. As somebody, that's looking at this or that's going to look at this that needs to see and hear something that you said and did today. And, man, we appreciate you immensely. I can't say enough, man. Thank you so much for coming through and being a part of, of uh, the Neighborish Livecast. 
uh, here at Nubian Human in the Anacostia Arts Center. Hey. On behalf of uh, my brother Jay Son, hey, on hey. behalf of West Felton, man, thank you guys so much for checking this out. Yes. This has been another Neighborish Livecast, and we're going to get out of here because uh, we know we held y'all for a long time. Hey, <laughs> it was a long, long but show it was today. A, but it was, uh, be, yeah. People can watch this later. It'll be yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to post it on YouTube Although today. Although it's this long. This evening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. But, and I'm, yeah, yeah. And I'll <laughs> chop up pieces too and put it through. But, oh, nice. But okay. I'll put the whole thing up. Great, That's how man. you do uh, YouTube and SoundCloud. So yeah, okay, you'll great. be able to uh, to check it out. I'll send you the links. Um, thank you, sir, man. Thanks, y'all. Peace. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Jay say that, because Jay usually the one that like shut it down and cut it off. <laughs> so, so he was like, nah, 